Ah, yes, whether it's a beer, a shot, or even a glass of wine, grab your favorite beverage and welcome to the Level 857 Video Game Podcast. We are your hosts, as always, Algae 857. The 23rd Stallion. Sticks. Turbo 857. And your boy, Big Chuck, what up? And the special guest that we have for you tonight is responsible for the construction of several instrumental tracks for many popular games that you probably know. Resident Evil 6, Street Fighter 5, Yakuza, Dead Souls, and now the Kickstarter Project 2D Beat-Em-Up, Fallen City Brawl. Please give a warm welcome to music producer extraordinaire, Daniel Lind. Thank you guys. Thank you for the show. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> All right, now drop kick me hard. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. It's like yes. a, if you were a professional wrestler, <laughs> he would be your own announcer yes. coming down to the ring yes. right before. That's WrestleMania yeah. worthy. Yeah. Yes. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, Daniel. Man. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And uh, just like every podcast, we talk about the games we've been playing for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would like to begin? Who would like to give it a shot? I- Dragon Quest. I uh, guess you. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dragon cool. Quest Eleven. They got further in that game. Still haven't beaten it. These games drag on. These Dragon Aren't Quest games. All Dragon Quest games at least 48, 40 hours plus. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's hours. like well, no, no, they're more than that. They're like seventy. Jesus. Uh, they're like, Hence the name. Like Baller's Gate. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the name yeah. Drag on Quest. Drag, yeah. drag on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at fifty. <laughs> 55 right now. 55. Yeah. Oh so I'm uh, I'm pl- still wow. playing that. Almost in the home stretch. Almost yeah. Halfway, yeah. halfway through? Almost I'm, halfway. I'm yeah. almost there. I feel towards <laughs> the end of the game, but they pulled a Final Fantasy 6. You know, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but they kind of pull a Final Fantasy 6. Well, if no one's played it now, <laughs> screw them. We got points. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It could be a remake coming. You never know. You know, that's true, that's true. That's but true. that's kind of that and Smash Brothers. I'm playing a lot of Smash Brothers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like some characters went down, but. Lincoln Samus, they don't they don't drop. They stay in elite, and that's the way. Oh, they're still, they're in elite still. They're both in elite. Nice. Really, they're both in elite. Yeah. How hard is that? Elite. Well, I'm not gonna lie. There are killers at that level. Straight up killers, you know. But I've killed mm-hmm. quite a few of them. <laughs> I've killed quite a few of these killers. So I guess you know it's like, but the com- every match, every match I have is a tough match. It's always a pain. I never. So it's, I, it's not like well, no. Every once, not every. Maybe every. Six or seven matches, mm. I really dominate the person. Like, I really, like, I'm like, this person was like a 7.5, which is like a 7,500,000, which is really, really good. And I beat him kind of easily, and I was surprised. I was like, huh? I was like, this was really, it was a Donkey Kong. No, that's probably right. the ones that are used to doing a cheap move mm-hmm. and got that high, and then you figured it out. They don't know what to do after this. Yeah, year. yeah when you figure out the cheap move, <laughs> they don't know what to do. And I was Samus for yeah. a 7.5. He was Link. I shut his shit down. Did, you, rec- s- did you record it? That I didn't record because oh. I ran out of space. Oh, <laughs> man. I, ran, I should have recorded that. I, I ran out of space, my freaking SD card. So it never happened. It was close at first, but then I just shut him down. I was like, yeah. damn. I was like, I've been Link versus Samus. I never knew that a Link could get shut down like that. But yeah, the killers at that level. At that level, they're crazy. You know, Only but, those two games? Uh, those, yeah, that was it. For this, these, Anyone uh, else? These weeks, yeah, that was it. I haven't played too much. Oh, Shenmue 3. Yeah, still, still getting through huh. that. Not bad. How is it as opposed to the other ones you played? It plays better, looks better, um, voice acting similar. 
Oh, it's the same, <laughs> yeah. same guy. It's the same, same guy. Yeah, same, yeah. Like you have to get dude. the same guy. If it's like you have to get the same bad voice acting, you can't make it good now. You it's have charming. To keep it. It's a very charming game, though. Even just walking around talking to people, I love. You know, it just it brings oh. that back, and it's Thank like you. you know, you talk to this person, go to that person, got the same yellow notebook. Um, Creators like you need to you want to improve this after all these years. Nah, I don't want that. <laughs> Fanfare, man. It's Fighting's a little bit different. You know, you sometimes have to press combinations to do a move instead of uh, just pressing forward, forward, X. Sometimes you got to press X, O, O, you know, so that's a little getting used to. But like they broke that. that. It, it's not broken. It's just getting used to. It's I not saw, bad. I saw it. You I saw it? it. Yeah, but that was it. it. That's all I played. <laughs> yeah. look, look broken to me. Damn. <laughs> You're a hater. Your eyes is a hater. That hate. Wow. Hate. I don't know. Maybe everybody <laughs> sucked. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Whoa. Damn, Jay. I'm going to have to stream it, though. Play it the right way. I'm talking about the people playing, not the creators, man. Damn, that's foul. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Jay? What do you um, well, mostly I've been working on this game called, uh, you know, the streaming game. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get things streaming right and correct in OBS. Mm. That's a game in itself. But um, yeah, we got a lot, of, a lot of changes going on, a lot of things we're doing. Trying to do a lot of more live things, so yeah. you'll see it on the channel soon. But um, besides that, I went... The mobile route this week. Huh? Mobile. Jeez, mobile. Why yeah. would you do that? Oh, man. Because, wow, that? because I had to try out this game. I had to try out this game called Pinout. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yes. It was the, uh, it's like a pinball game, mm. yeah. but musical. So it's not as much as you, you know, a regular pinball game is like rack up the points, rack up, you know, bounce off stuff and right. beat things. It's not quite that. It's very different. It's more of a precision game and you have to hit the ball the perfect way. Hmm. And, once you get used to how it plays, you don't play it like a pinball game. It's like, okay, I, I have is to aim. Like, is it right like pool? There. I have to aim right there. I have to aim right there. Really? And if you miss it, you fall all the way down and oh. your time runs out. And, and you think, oh, this is easy. And then <laughs> as you get further and further, you have to be on point. Every hit that you make, otherwise your time is up. So you got to <laughs> memorize the... Basically. Yeah. But, but you, you, know, you get in a trance from the music and stuff. It's not like you're mm. controlling the music, but it is like, you know, synth synth music and stuff like that oh, so cool. oh. and it looks like you know the, the purples and the blues and the pinks you know <laughs> the those, purples you know and the blue colors. those are synth colors you know the neon you know the neon 80s colors yeah synth colors it looks cool it moves cool but as far as pinball physics not quite there but Ooh. that's because it's not a pinball game. <laughs> well, okay. It's not but it, it's fun. And you mm. do get addicted because you think that you can get further every time. Mm. And you do. And then sometimes you're like, ah, I, I wrecked this. I got to just sit here and wait that's for the time to run out. <laughs> because you did wrong. That's a sign of a good mobile game then. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah, bad. That's, that's not bad. I would prefer, obviously, on a controller. I still want my buttons. Right. Yeah. Because then you right. can really be precise with it. Because sometimes you'll be having your, your fingers over the, right. the screen. No, that's never. And right. then it's going to move. And you're like, yeah, ah, yeah. I didn't hit that. I didn't hit that. You ruined my whole game. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, sucks that's a phone that. game for you. It sucks because I, I can't do touch controls because of that. Yeah. And because I'm a stickler with the, uh, like wiping well, my screen. Well, you have to do precise stuff. I'm a stickler when it comes to like wiping my screen. Yeah. So if I'm playing and there's something on my screen and mm. I go to wipe it off, I'm like, ah, I have to, I can't. Ah. Plus sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that improves your game. <laughs> Plus with them greasy oh, ass fingers. Oh, man. Well, I but I was impressed. Being, I was impressed by it. Though. I like it. I do want to beat it. I, don't I, know. I still feel that. Pinball games actually is pretty good. I mean, it's like left or right input, and I think that's better controllable than trying to play an FPS on a mobile. Oh, no, yeah. It's definitely oh, yeah. one of the simplest yeah. games to play on it. And mm. what's cool about it, there are some bonus stages in it, and it throws you back to, like, <laughs> what could I put it? like? They, it's, it's like Asteroids is one of the games. It's like Asteroids. Oh, sure. Mm. And then there's another game that's oh, like that's cool. the Tiger Electronics where you got to dodge the cars. <laughs> and, like, simple games, left and right, whatever you can do with left and right, they have a, a mini game in there about it. That's and cool. And it's pretty cool. 
Mm. But it's fun. Cool. It's fun. Definitely, definitely. Pick. I, you know what's funny? Like, it was recommended, and I already had it. <laughs> I, I actually you already it. owned it? You owned the game already? I actually had it in my games folder. And I said, holy shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's the same game I already have. I did pick up this pinball yeah, game. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but I didn't remember even trying it. I played it, like, maybe one time. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Wow. But just the aesthetics of how it looks, I already, I already was drawn to it. Crazy. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> Interesting. He already owned it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I must have read your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I already spent the $4. It was, was, uh, yeah. it was fate. That's a lot for that, man. $4 is like big time app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I bought it. Anything no over a dollar is like. Mario yeah. Run is $10. Nah, I didn't Whoa. buy that. Wait, what? Whoa. I didn't buy that. That's breaking the bank right there. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Right. Played the first three stages of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad game, but yeah, 10 bucks is rough. Yeah. Fire Emblem's free. One dollar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never mess with that firearm. They got the big ass heads. I'm not doing it's that. a simplistic form of the ones on the consoles. It's Listen, not- without that game, they wouldn't have made it <laughs> for the Switch. So you better thank, you better thank that game. Well, I'm not downloading it. <laughs> I know. But you better thank. That's should the, call the it. They should have called it Super Mario Parkour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parkour. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably should have. Should have yeah. changed the design. Look cooler. Yeah, that'll be the well, Assassin's Creed like. Oh, <laughs> Mario's, Mario's in shape now. He doesn't have that belly. That's what they would have done if it was by Ubisoft. Yeah, <laughs> they would have said, "Forget oh, with the a Mario hood, with a hood. Let's change this whole thing." Suspenders with a hood. Mm-hmm. Shave the mustache. <laughs> Terrible. Shave the mustache. What? Uh, chalk. Well, I played some Puzzle Fighter. Oh, oh, wow! Three sixty. Throwback. Yeah. yeah, throwback. Nice. Um, super fun. I play it on expert. Dope. I, love yeah. I miss the explosion when you win. Yeah. You know, the, when you break all the, the crystals and it's like you ain't no expert. That's what? true. That that's you that unlock the <laughs> get that dirty look. You like, unlock yeah. the Kuma and all that. All yeah, yeah. Right, nice. Yeah, I Akuma. tried. Pl- I tried playing with Dan just for kicks. Nah, yes, and um, I do that. It was too. so funny, like. <laughs> The whole screen is just red, and that one, all you need yeah. is that oh, one. Oh, you just need one, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wrap. Explosion. It's crazy. <laughs> and, That's um, cheap. You can't play it. Yeah, no. for people out there that don't know, uh, Dan is the worst character in the game. He's the comic relief. <laughs> and um, you have to match the colors to. <laughs> he just brings <laughs> one color. He just brings red. Yeah, he just yeah, drops just, red. His, his counter block color is the same it's color. It's like purposely red. a mess so it's, up. It's, oh, man. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. Yep, they make him a joke. Yeah. Um, yep, and I'm two fights away from ranking up in Dragon Ball. Oh, wow. nice! Wow. But wow. I, I should have ranked Saiyan? up. Supreme Saiyan? Huh? Supreme Saiyan? Nah, I'm going. Um, Do they have that? After that, Majin. Uh, Supreme Saiyan. There's no Supreme. He just, huh? he's that's the next. Things. That's the next game. No, that's Super Saiyan. Supreme Saiyan. Saiyan. God, Super Saiyan <laughs> next Blue, game. Bro. You know what's coming? But yeah, uh, <laughs> Super uh, Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I can Yeah, that's all. All right, over here. Uh, what did I play? I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I beat uh, Bloodstain finally, Ritual of the Night. Yep, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I did mention. Okay, so I don't have to say anything yeah. about it. Um, a lot of Smash Brothers I've been playing. I played probably four hours, like a couple nights ago. Uh, got four characters to the seven mills. They're all close to elite, very very close. But you know what's messed up? When you hit the seven mills, you lose one, you win one, lose one, win one, lose yep. one. It's the it's a nightmare, and it's always by the, like the last hit. Nah. You win by the last hit, and they win by the last hit, and it's a nightmare. Yeah, and you won in more. the sevens. They, <laughs> and you lose two, and you're like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> those are the best players, the ones in the sevens. But I still don't understand why how Terry Bogard is like my, one of my top characters. I still don't get it. Uh, he just fits your playstyle. Probably. Yeah, he's got good moves. Yeah. A lot of like the the like I do a lot of fakes, especially like with Marth and stuff like that, and yeah. I use those like same kind of timing fakes with Terry, and it just translates very well, mm-hmm. and it throws people off a lot. So, 
who knows? Maybe I'll use that for uh, Sunday. I don't know. Maybe I'll use that. <laughs> but uh, I've been playing uh, uh, definitely a lot of that. And I just started uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, late. The, the other day. You're late. Well, I got to, I got to, like, I'm very picky with my main characters. If I'm not feeling the main character, then I'm like, all right, I'm, I'll do it another time. And then if I, you know, like, especially with Sony, i very late with a lot of their mm-hmm. main titles. Like God of War, I was late you with. You end up liking them, though. No, they're all good. <laughs> no, they're, 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 they're awesome titles. Um, but I decided I'm to start. about their characters, though. Uh, I mean, Kratos is cool. But I'm not like the crazy Kratos <laughs> fan like a lot of people are. I think Kratos is cool, you know. If Kratos had long flowing blonde hair, <laughs> then maybe, wow. maybe I'd be like, all right, you know, he's got to have hair. the blonde. This wow. flying in the wind. No, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> he did have one character skin that had hair. Is is weird. In what? In uh, part three, when he had like black hair or something, it was weird. He had black. He was painted black what and the red. Heck, was that? He oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. He had hair. It was weird. Yes, 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 yes. It must have been a while because I don't remember. After you beat it, they give you. Oh, that was weird. Okay. It was like locked out of my yes. brain until you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, but Horizon's dope, man. I played uh, two and a half hours so far. I guess that's like when it officially starts, mm-hmm. like the game starts. Yep. And it's, it's mm. cool. The mechanics are cool. I can mess with it. I like the, the strategy elements of the game on how you like take out the robots and the stuff. You fight the enemies all different. I like that. I, mm. I, I enjoy that. those kind of mechanics in games like that. I, that. I'll be playing for a hot minute. So, yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to playing that a little bit more. But that, that's it. Just Smash Brothers and that right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking to two. I'm going to do my best to stick to two games for now. I don't want to fall into the three-game trap. You're not the only one, man. <laughs> you know? You're not the only one. What are your two? My two games. Obviously, mm-hmm. you guys Tetris, know. Tetris, 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 Tetris. Yeah, well. The two Tetris games. Tetris Tuesdays, man. Tetris Tuesdays. I played Tetris Ultimate. It's one of. What time is Tetris Tuesdays? 8.57, man. 8.57. Which didn't start at 8.57. Technical Yeah, he was there to see that shit. I was like, oh, can't get like I'm like, oh, wait, it's on private? I'm not streaming? Yeah, your, oh, li- your live was on private. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not good. It was like for a hot 15 minutes I was uh, recording, and I'm like, oh, great. It starts at around 8.57. Around 8.57. Around 8.57. It should be like 8.57-ish. Yeah. Maybe 9. Maybe-ish. Catch. Yeah. Tetris Tuesdays at 857-ish. Ish. I like that. <laughs> that that's 857 Around there, around there. On a Tuesday. But uh, <laughs> Tetris Ultimate is the toughest freaking That looked look like a nightmare. Holy crap. I love the game. Don't mm. get me wrong. I love the game. The controls are awesome. The game, all the game modes they have is awesome. It's the fastest Tetris game that's out there. That soundtrack. I still though. haven't hmm. beaten it. Uh, uh, gotten to the Grandmaster level, which is you have to get past level 28 speed. Grandmaster. It's a half a second. <laughs> the pieces move a half a second. That's how fast it moves. Oh. You have to be on point. If you mess up just a little bit, the closest I got was like t- level 27. That's and I was high. almost there. I was in the zone, and I fucked up, and I never got close. Like, 28 the is the highest? It's the highest. Yeah, well, it goes higher than that, but... It's almost impossible. You know what would help you? I don't you? think they program it so that you, you got so it. distracted by the bad music. Maybe if we had Daniel uh, take, yeah. take over and make the music for the damn game, <laughs> it'd be a lot better. You know. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I played what was it like a good 30 minutes into the game, and mm. this music, this game is awesome, but the music in the game sucks. It's boring. I was like, 
going to sleep like halfway it's, it's through. Very, yeah, I don't know. It's too... So you think they wanted to make it so that it calms you? Uh, that's what I play? think the, the idea was, yeah. but like have some variety at least. If you're going to do that... It's one song? It's literally the same track. <laughs> oh, it's the same track. Oh, my God. Is it digital? Over. Is it a digital download? It's a digital yeah. version, yeah. Okay. It's only available digitally. On, uh, See, Tetris, Tetris Effect had some dope-ass tracks on well, that's the yeah, yeah, really. visuals were insane. I went, yeah. from, I went from Tetris Effect last week... To going to sleep. To going to this one. And it was just like well, uh, this well, is terrible. In a Maybe game like that, in a game like Tetris, the music costs yeah. the most if you're if you're developing yeah. for it. Because the bet, game yeah. is very simple. Yes. So they're paying the most money mm. to get those tracks. Yeah, it makes sense. So they're like, listen, I got I made this myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> well, the second game I played to cleanse the palate of uh, bad music, mm. uh, uh, it was Wipeout <laughs> 2048. Oh, oh, nice. I played that in a long time, and I was. Awesome. 2048 is for the Vita, but Vita? it was a remastered. A I played the the remastered one for PS4. PS4? Yeah. It has all of them. All the uh It does not. Well, That's why I'm mad. It, it doesn't it, have well, Wipeout ha- 1. It, yeah, well. The best music. It doesn't have Wipeout. That's why I didn't get that one. I everybody thinks XL. Everybody best. thinks XL. Everybody thinks say. XL is the best mm. for music. I, I like the XL, man. No, it does. I'm not saying it's not it's not I bad music, <laughs> but I just like first part one. Well, <laughs> I like I like. It's what funny it when you said wipe out. <laughs> I keep keeping thinking about surf music. <laughs> right? <laughs> Every, yeah, seriously. Like, wipe yeah. out. Yeah. 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 The Beach Boys. No, 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 no. Nah, these are flying cars, <laughs> man. <laughs> flying cars. <laughs> I know, I know. But it's so funny when you say, oh, the music is like wipe out. <laughs> like a beach. That's good, too. As you played wipe out with wipe out. Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. Oh, my God. I used to put my own tracks in it because you could take the disc yes. out and put, the, put a that CD in. I that feature, man. Yes. But that was on PlayStation. I know, but like that feature's got to well, Xbox, Xbox 360 had 360 that feature also. Yeah, yo, yeah. yo, my soundtracks were fire. Yeah, all right. Dude, remember Wolverine? Yes, I remember. Don't make me throw this I bottle remember. at you. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 Google those, man. I know, that shit was fire. I know, the, was fire. I know the track. <laughs> nah, the Phil Collins, man. Mm. Oh, Phil Collins, Air of the Night, Air while playing night. Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Assassin's Creed, oh, yeah. Air of the Night. Yep, when you're awesome. creeping up trying to stab someone. Nah, and you gotta wait for the beat to drop, and then you kill the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather play. <laughs> yep, hell yeah. <laughs> I'd rather play You Can't Touch <laughs> this Door now. <laughs> you been waiting for this yeah. moment <laughs> all my life. Wasn't that a commercial? Voila. <laughs> yeah, kill it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. There's no the feeling like it. I'm telling you. Rooftop. <laughs> no, that was one of the that was one of the highlights of uh, Xbox 360. Oh, yeah, man. Love that. It was, man. Now you got to go on Spotify. Like, I think you got to do it. I don't uh, like yeah, it. It sucks. Nah. It's it doesn't integrate itself in like the other one. On the no. Xbox, it wasn't too bad because I did it for uh, State of Decay 2. I took yeah. Walking Dead songs and put them in well, there. Well, in a game like that, you can just play whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is great. But but when they do stages and when something's happening, exactly. they change it. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Sucks that they don't do it. Because they got to get greedy I and put it on Spotify. I know. True. And they got to get a Spotify premium. Then you gotta make a playlist. Yep. Yeah. Nah, I'm so gonna, And I'm spending forty dollars yeah. a month for what? <laughs> like, yeah. It's fourteen dollars. <laughs> for nothing. Good on that. How about you, Daniel? What uh what did you even play, man? Me, yeah. <clears throat> well, um I became like a, a Nintendo Switch uh, owner just a few months Ooh, ago. Yes. So of course I went and bought a spree of games I've uh, never have access to like the indie game scene. So uh, one game I really like right now, uh, it's uh, my friend Pedro. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. That's an awesome, awesome, game. awesome. Soundtrack. I really dig Deadpool mixed with John Wick. Yes. What a game! game. Yes, you know? so funny story. Uh, man. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I really like the, the crazy stunts you can do, like kick up a frying pan and you shoot that and you just <laughs> oh, kill everybody with brilliant. a shake. You know? <laughs> awesome. skateboard thing happening. Uh, but then I started to notice that the, the game started kind of like or like recycle certain sections and you're jumping through the same things. So like a lot of rep repetitive stuff in it. But uh, the first initial five stages are really, really cool. I really oh, like yeah. that. Uh, and then I bought the Capcom uh, in, in Japan, the, the version is called um, a, a Belt Action Collection. So a lot of Final Fight. Um, Beat em up. And uh, yeah, but I was playing that because I was hoping that the online uh, capability of the thing would be cool, like great netcode. And yes, it, it really is cool to have another guy jumping in with you in Final mm -hmm. Fight. Uh, but I only ended up with asshole plays who keep punching in the face. <laughs> oh, oh, they don't wow. care. Like, I'm just going to take your points wow. away. Like, oh, oh, my God. So I ended up punching him in the face all the so, time through five levels. So I was like, get away so from me. your biggest opponent was your and co -op. the funny thing is the guy still wants to be friends on the on, on Switch. I'm like, no, I'm not going to play with you. That's, wow. um, That's hilarious. So, yeah, that, that was irritating, but really, really fun. Um and yeah, I just have to add one extra game. Um, I also love driving, and I bought Grid uh, Autosport uh, a few months back, and they said it's going to have online multiplayer, but it was like just two or three days ago they implemented the online thing. So yesterday I was racing with up to eight players. It was fantastic. Wow. Oh, sweet. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. So those are the games I've been playing for a while. Nice. Mortal Kombat, obviously. Yes, the, the update also. I mean, I, I, I met Roger um, Wilget, uh, who wrote the music for Mortal Kombat. Uh, Wilbert, yeah, wow. he, he's really awesome. Yeah. Nice. Mortal Kombat 11 is awesome. Great game. Great. Very deep. I Very still remember Mortal Kombat 1's music. I can't remember any of the new music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? New music's Amazing good. story. Do, do, do. Amazing sequences, the gameplay. I just have a lot of fun with. Like now, they bring up the best parts of my movies I grew up as a child. Oh, the Terminator versus Robocop. Holy shit! <laughs> yes, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. The pop culture references now. That's I haven't used no them yet. But yeah, he looks awesome. But they went crazy with the yeah. horror ones before on the other one. That's 10? that's the one yeah. that I had. Made the, the aliens versus Predator yep. and all that. And Freddy Krueger, right. Jason. Yeah, they, that yeah. was dope too. It was cool, man. But yeah, everyone wants to be mm. Robocop versus Terminator. Come on, who doesn't? Profit. <laughs> 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 in fact, you can call out Ed 209. That's all you need. Yeah. I, yeah, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to blast. Do the, do the scene again. Just, just shoot the hell out of somebody. That was still one of the he most iconic scenes. He does do that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. What a fatality. And they even do the... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the best like fatality in a movie. That's crazy. And we saw that when we were like seven years old. I want to think crying like a baby, though. Oh, like a... No, crying like a pig. When he <laughs> fell, <laughs> sounds like a pig. Oh, yeah. Ed two hundred nine. That's right. Yeah, he was on. Yeah, he was on oh, his back. Yeah. That's a genius. It's terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible CG. Don't ever put that. Change that part. That sound effect didn't. It didn't match. I'm like, wait, no, what, why not, is he? Not, <laughs> plus, it was weird. CG. Why is he squealing like that? It's, not, it's not one match. of the dopest looking robots, though. Yeah. It was he is cool. still a dope looking robot. High no, school. He, he held cool. up. Yeah. He held up. Uh, the robot, I think, was inspired by Robotech yes, uh, yeah, or Macross yeah, when they that did that. So, yeah. uh, Robotech is dope. Yeah, so Phil Tippett was a huge fan of that, and I, 
Yeah, I really dig the Ed Two Nine. But when I was a kid, I, f- I was fucking horrified <laughs> watching that. Story. Yeah, that was you weren't alone, but man. Then, <laughs> we shouldn't have been able. That, that was yeah. like what PG thirteen. It wasn't even R. I think was, everyone yeah. collectively should not have seen that movie that was, when we saw that movie. That was before Dude, the ratings. Did we sneak into that? Did we sneak into that theater? You saw it in the theater? I uh, know. What? I remember seeing. I ain't seen it in the theater. Oh what? I saw that. You were young. I must have been. We were very young. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the theater. You saw that on the VHS. Yo, my mom loves action movies, bro. Yeah, but that sounds like I saw. Ever seen Robocop, uh, 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 the um, British uh, British cut of Robocop? No. Have you seen oh, it? Is it different? BBC version of the Robocop cut is so hilarious. <laughs> like, BBC uh, version? I got like, In the opening opening scene, like the, the robbery goes wrong, right? And then Claire Spotting in the car and said, Bobby, can you fly? You know, like, can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> And then they just cut Bobby's on the windshield of the car. They don't see it. Like, what? Like, every bullet was censored. It was always off screen. Oh, that's oh, terrible. Terrible. I gotta watch this movie. Oh, I gotta watch this. Nothing. It's, I don't understand, but the UK has some really yes. strange love when it comes to nunchakus in fighting yes, games. Yeah. They're like, no, we cannot have yeah. that. That's, that's weird. It's so, well, so caliber. That's, that's not for, happening. For, uh, you can make for one thing, it's in. Uh, in What's that? You can make nunchucks. That's what. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Be, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. cool again. <laughs> that as uh, like, oh, if if I can play this game and study techniques. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> Michelangelo is I'll be devastating. An yes, yes. He's a killer turtle. I'll be an assassin He's a killer turtle. <laughs> what about the UK and their and their like uh, distaste for the word ninja? Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah what, same like, thing. Because it's teenage. Because it's always it's an assassin. Hero turtles. They couldn't call them assassin turtles either. That's another weird one. Yeah. That actually spoiled entire Europe. So Ninja Turtles was always called Hero yeah. Turtles over yeah. here. Yeah. So, so. I, I just learned that like not too long ago. I didn't know that. It's so bizarre. We just want to be politically correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with ninjas? They're fine. Yeah, cool. They're cool. Yeah. They yeah. like ninjas. It's nothing different than from being an agent. I mean, that's what they right. were, infiltrators. Right. Uh, and ninjas does not look like ninja, like we believe Ninpo would be. It's more like ordinary guys blending in with the environment, like as a gardener or something like, like spy, that. You know? huh? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. And yeah. because of this pandemic, everyone's got the mask looking like ninjas. Oh, so, yep. perfect, time, ninjas. perfect time to move to the news. Oh, every, yeah. time, every time Kevin yeah, kills the conversation, that's when you move on. That's the segue right there, yep. man. Kevin's saying we're all ninjas. Yep. Wow. Yep. We're all ninjas. We're all ninjas. We're all ninjas. All ninjas. All ninjas. All right. That's what we get out of this podcast. <laughs> all ninjas. It's <laughs> the worst. So deep. I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah, we're all, we're all ninjas. That's, I that's hated wearing the mask yeah. until just now. Just now. If you really think about about it we're all ninjas. Yeah. Hi-ya. No, no, that was even why did you add to it? He said hi-ya. No, that's karate, man. No, totally different. Oh my god. Ninjas are silent. Yes. I apologize. Oh dear. To everyone. Oh man. Ninja smart. Harder. <laughs> all right, let's get to the news. Square Enix details vendors, cosmetics, and battle pass system in Marvel's Avengers. How do you guys feel about what they're trying to do with this game? Because apparently Vendors come in two varieties, so gear and cosmetic. Mm-hmm. So the gear is stuff in the game that you get with in-game currency. Uh-huh. And the cosmetics are things that you have to pay real money for. It doesn't impact the game, but it changes your outfits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like it. <laughs> Me personally, I don't like that it's in there because I think... One of the main reasons for giving 
a game replayability is the costumes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like you know how in Spider Man, the exclusive one for PS4, you would play through it and try and get all the costumes, even after you beat it or whatever. You say, "Oh, I didn't get this costume. I gotta get this costume." Right. Right. And it gives you a reason to play. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to. Oh, I need this costume for two dollars or wh- however however much it costs. I'm not. That doesn't make me want to play the game more. Right. And the fact that your upgrades in the game don't change how you look, mm-hmm. and you had the ability to change how you look, <laughs> and you want to make us pay for it, I'm not a fan of that. It always gives me a bad taste in my mouth whenever any game has oh, you got to pay for costumes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the dumb. It's the dumbest thing to pay for. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like why? Because they don't want to. They don't want to have you pay for something that's going to impact the game, and yeah. that's the only thing. Cosmetics is the only. It's thing just so stupid. It's just so it. dumb to me. Yeah. Give how about these, how about beat the game and you get a costume? Yeah. Each time you beat a right. game, no, you, you get a costume. You can still unlock costumes. It's just that I guess they have exclusive ones that. It's so. D- it's so dumb. It, I, I always hate that. I always have hated it. I'm ne- I never will co-sign on stuff like that. But they have a marketplace that sells the stuff, and it's it's outfits. Emotes, takedowns, and name and nameplates. Oh. So takedowns, that's that's impacting the game. That's yep, like a new right. fatality. Oh, you gotta right. pay for that, and you gotta pay for that. Wow. Oh, come, no, <laughs> really? Mm. It sucks. <laughs> I thought we could just earn it. That's fucking. Yeah, yeah. Let's, if, if they want you to play the game, yeah. put it in the game. Give you incentive to play the game. Right. And yeah. then when you get it, that's your congratulations. You did something cool. Now here's what you got. I don't be like, oh yeah, here's twenty dollars. Give me all the stuff you. I gotta pay for a takedown. Come, it's not. That's not cool. I don't think because the game's already seventy bucks. They don't need to monetize it like that. They Uh, don't need to. I know every game they want to monetize every which way possible, but that's a bad way to do it, especially when something like a Marvel game, and you know it's for the kids and for and you know damn well they're going to fork the money over for that shit because it's Avengers. Everyone loves the yeah. everyone loves Marvel. Everyone loves the characters, all of them. And the ones that aren't even announced yet, they people are going to pay for it and they know that. Mm-hmm. And they're right. banking off of that. And that's that's sleazy to me. It I only makes that, sense man. to me. It only mm-hmm. makes sense if it's a free to play game where you don't pay anything. That makes to play, more play sense. It. If the game was $30 and you wanted me to spend a little extra to get up to 60 bucks, fine. Whatever. That's fine, fine. too. That's fine too. But, but if it's, it's a, a free game? game and it already has a system in it right. to spend fake money. So you said, OK, <laughs> right. let me put this in here to spend fake money, which is like difficult to understand because you have like, what is it? It's called units and they have a card based system in it and you trade things for items. And I'm like, that's a little <laughs> overly complicated. Didn't uh, Battlefront do something like that? Battlefront 2? Remember they... Uh well, loot boxes is a whole different thing, but hopefully well, this. Like, they made it. Impact. They made it so that if you if you wanted to earn it, it was like impossible. Like they they made. Well, they did Assassin's the, Creed. Yeah, the points were like. The, yeah, the, yeah. If you were trying to unlock though. Vader, right. it was like a hundred thousand. Or but yeah, they fixed pay, it because everyone you could was pay, paying. Uh, you know, x amount of money. Yeah, and you could unlock. Like, come on, man. You could, you could <laughs> throw in fifty dollars instead of earning a hundred thousand. Fake yeah, points? Yeah. No, stop it. That's no. like rigging the system. But stop at it. least they give you the ability to pay for it. Uh, but if you didn't want to pay for it, you could play the game. And yeah, in Battlefront, yeah, it took a long time. But, in but this, they skewed it, though. They're separate. They keep in it this separate separating now, it. Which is messed up. If they did offer you, okay, if you did such and such units, you can get this, too. Fine. That's what they did in Street Fighter. You don't have to right. buy your characters. You can build up. It's, granted, it's super slow. Mm. But you yeah. can build up and get your character with points in the game. Or you can throw down $5 and be like, I got a new character. But they they separated completely. You cannot do it, and that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. And it's it's a, it's a it's a yeah. bad. It's like an asterisk next to a game that looks so good and promising, mm. and it looks it plays well from what everyone's saying. It looks mm, right. really awesome, 
and it just puts a bad taste in your mouth with something that looks so awesome. Listen, I don't have yeah. to change costumes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to. I'm not going to buy I, it. I always gonna, enjoy it. I'm not going to buy no, it. It'll be cooler if I can play it but more. But I'm not spending money mm. out of my pocket for a costume. No. Yeah. 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 It doesn't yeah. make I mean, sense, man. It's uh, similar to like what they did with Gears. Like you can earn almost everything, but mm. then they have some exclusive suits that some exclusive, eh, exclusive, <laughs> exclusive skins <laughs> that you have to pay for. Mm. Right. But the the variety the the variety that they have that you can earn mm. is pretty massive, so you're not missing out on the other ones. Yeah, that's fine. So I hope they do that. That's what they're doing here. Nope. So they have a massive variety. <laughs> well, if, of the, if they get a backlash, suits. like you know, like how Valorant, if they get a backlash yeah. for it, they'll they'll change it up. They'll yeah. change it up, but like, but right why now, wouldn't you want to buy a nameplate? Why wouldn't you want to be that guy with the nameplate, <laughs> the thousand dollar nameplate with diamonds on it? Like, that's the one the that only bag. you have it. <laughs> only one guy the... will have that one. No, it has to say my name if I'm gonna buy a nameplate. <laughs> yeah. what, do you, uh, what do you think then? Uh, well, for me, I mean, I think it's outrageous that you have to pay for a, a new move. Why couldn't that just be XP? Like, you earn that move, and that's yeah. it. Like. That was the simplest way to level up a character in any game. It's like, oh, you learned something new. Boom. Here's the combination. I mean, um, was it Batman Arkham Knight? You got new moves during the, the story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like new new tools, yep. new gadgets, and and the, your arsenal increased, your moveset increased. And I was like, that, that would be a great, like, normal way to upgrade your skills. But to pay? Nuh-uh. Uh, as you said, um, like, having people who buy... DLC and items in a, a versus fighting game that just becomes so fucking unfair <laughs> already if it impacts the gameplay so I'm actually kind of glad that I mean the suits and stuff is optional you don't really have to buy it and it doesn't add anything new so I was like I'm not going to buy that but a move mm-hmm. no way I, I agree with you guys it's just you should earn it in game Case yeah, that's the point of uh, playing a game. You earn right. techniques. You right. earn, you know, stuff for your character. And Batman Arkham, you didn't buy your costumes, did you? They were just downloadable. Uh, no, you earned some them. of them. Did you have to buy them? You get some, they right? Had yeah, because the they thing is, some. like, they had for Batman Arkham Knight. They had you had some outfits. They had, yeah, you had you uh-huh. could unlock some outfits, and then there were season passes. Season passes. It was part of the the yeah. challenge stages. The, the challenge stages, and they had extensions of the story, and you got the and but you, you got Batmobile skins and bat bat suits with it. See, okay. this makes okay. more sense but with the, the way Batman it, did because they had the DLC where you have the challenge stages. They mm-hmm. had yeah. with costumes mm-hmm. for the Batmobile for your characters mm-hmm. and other stuff. You get more than a costume. Yeah, you get it. They got they had a DLC running for like six months yeah, yep. yeah. worth of stuff. Yep. And I'm like, mm. that's worth it. The, the the costumes were just a throw in. Yeah. Everything else, like the you know Batgirls, yeah. uh, whatever you have to mm-hmm. play through with her, Nightwings, yeah, separate little stories. That's fine. But that's complimentary fine, but to it. They said, here's your costume. It was too. moves. It's like yeah. I gotta pay for yeah. a move. Yeah, you bugging. You bugging. Yeah. Plus they have new characters that are coming in. How what are they gonna do with those? Yeah. They said they they're supposed to be free. Hopefully. And I'll tell you they one thing. They get greedy, though. They are going to get And I'll greedy. tell you one thing. There'll be some backlash because yep. once Black Panther is available, there'll be some backlash if they try to make some money off of that. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. tell you that much. There's going to yeah. be some backlash for that. So they better yeah. be smart with that because people are not going to be feeling that. No. They should have held it back so. and put them in. Well, <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, put them in for the after their present, before their last presentation, mm. they had something about that. They said out of respect, yeah. we, we had other footage we were going to show, but oh, we're not going to show off. it. Okay. Yeah. And they put up his symbol. 
And then uh, they showed the um, who was it? The uh, the Hawkeye girl, Bishop, uh, Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop. Yeah, they showed her her story thing instead. Okay, but um, yeah, obviously he's going to be in there. Doctor Strange, obviously he's probably going to be in there. But it's like, stop! Don't milk us, <laughs> please. <laughs> this, please don't milk us. Yeah, it's the perfect game to do it. It is. No, it is. That, it's the perfect sleazy <laughs> recipe. You know. So we'll but, see. We'll see how it turns out. Hopefully, it's uh, as fun as it looks. Because I want to. I, 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 do want it. I want to play it, but yeah. oh, coming it's, soon. It's, coming soon. You know, rub we'll me the wrong way. We'll be playing yeah. it soon, but uh, the extra content, who knows? Ah, all right. Uh, On to this news. <laughs> Madden NFL 21 has one of the lowest <laughs> user scores on Metacritic. <laughs> Why do we care? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no one, no one apparently cares you know, it's crazy. now. Yeah. When they had, no when they had the uh, what was it on the, the PS5 or whatever. Uh, the reveal <laughs> when they showed like the different games, and then, yeah. just and then they showed uh, Madden. I'm like, it's like some cinematic, they showed some cinematic, like, thing. I, yeah, yeah. and well, I thought automatically, I'm like, this nah, is going to be the same thing every well, year. It's the same thing every year. Usually, nah. Madden does well. It's not. It's never no, been like it sells. Well. It's not Madden from like the early days where that was like the pinnacle of football games. Now it's the only thing for <laughs> football games because they've had the license for so long that this is why it's going to sell well because by default well this is why they shouldn't have exclusivity on the license mm-hmm. for any sports titles because mm-hmm. they get complacent they're like we don't have to do anything nope. people buy us regardless and this is the first time that they said oh this is <laughs> we really messed up and didn't do anything they kept they kept glitches yeah. they, this is exactly what happened to WWE yep 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly uh-huh. what happened. Uh-huh. They got oh, yeah. too comfortable. They said, oh, we don't even want to program anything or fix it or anything. We'll just bring it back out and leave it be. So the PC version has a user score as of as of this article, which was, uh, what was it from? From PCGamer.com. Mm. So this article, the score for the PC version is 1.2. <laughs> Out of ten. Oh, out of ten. And nice. and the PS4 had a score of zero point four <laughs> from yeah, from the users. That's more fair. But zero point four. The people have spoken. Out of ten, they, they had not. They had enough of Madden. Oh, like they, they might as well not even Seriously. release it. Good. Not Good. even release. I'm glad that you could have released glad. a picture <laughs> or the logo, and it would have a higher rating than zero point four. <laughs> I haven't played a football game since NFL 2K on Dreamcast. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's yeah. been a minute. Game day. Game day was it, but they can't make a game day now. But so, the game, the game before that, that had the record was Warcraft Three, uh, Reforged. <laughs> oh. So that had a zero point five, <laughs> but that was because you know they just had they just hated it. But Madden. Madden. Took the, I just saw it. Pardon, I just... pardon the pun. <laughs> pardon the pun. But I think EA just dropped the ball. <laughs> yes, they fumbled the uh, hell out of us. That, that is fumbled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the big fiasco with the FIFA and the loot boxes and all the su- surprise mechanics. Uh, if that bleeds over into, of course, I'm not an American football fan, but if they're trying to be money hungry and grubby on that thing, uh, yeah, that, that's not going to be any good for them either. Mm. So I think yeah. a game about. I think they lost the essence of what is a sports Absolutely. game. Yeah, yeah. It's all about money. They don't I think, care. 
I think a game about opening a loot box would have gotten a higher score. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been more fun. Definitely. <laughs> what do I get? What do I get? Yeah. I don't know what it is. More than 0. A, 0.4. A slot machine. Was man. the gameplay that bad or is it just a revolt? Because I just think people are just so angry. No, that's the, how they much they well, release. They re-release no, the same shit. It's the problem of a Slightly yearly. better graphics. It's the problem of a yearly release. And glitches. Well, this well is the it's the problem of a yearly release because you, you have a time limit. You have to release this game at a certain time. You got a studio rushing to get this game out. All right, there's glitches. We got a month left. Oh, shoot. This Fuck the, it. Bring it out. This is the thing. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious as to how different hmm. the next generation games are going to be. Because whenever they're working on the next generation, they seem to either just not update the current generation and just leave it be. And that's probably why this is getting the backlash it is. The next generation version needs to be completely different and completely better. And maybe they put all their resources to that. That's all I can think of why they just. Well, the thing is, the thing is, with sports games, also, you know, I'll throw wrestling in there. Also, Mm -hmm. something dramatically has to change with with the yearly releases, like you were just mentioning, because rosters change, right? Rosters change all the time. People just want an update. They want update, and and you kind of have to like figure out what gameplay mechanic that everyone it needs to work works foundation, (laughs) and then you have to update. That every mm-hmm. year, like kind of like a season pass or something, yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. you can't just do a new game every but they're year. They're greedy. They're greedy. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. That yeah. when you have when you mix in greed with quality, right. it's like it. The quality is going to suffer. They don't it, mix. Yeah, it doesn't mix. Like back in the day mm. when you have like Super Nintendo, you know, you have your Royal Rumble game or whatever. Everyone's just trying to figure out how these wrestling games play. What do you like? What do you like? Uh, no Mercy. Do you like SmackDown or whatever? But like. There's so many wrestlers and entrances and play mechanics that you have to do. You can't do it every year. No. You cannot do it. Same no. thing with sports. Uh, people are traded, you know, every single year. Baseball, football, basketball, you know, different, you know, the step back three-pointer. You know, there's moves that are, you know, cha- like the games are changing. So you kind of have to update the sports games rather than release a new one because it's, you know, it's not working. People are getting ripped off. The only way to listen is if they don't buy. So I, I want to know if this review score has anything to do with how much it's going to sell this year. That's, I hope so. That's the only way it'll change. I hope that's Because if people can like, oh, new Madden's out, I'll buy it. Well, some I people, hate this Madden. Some people who play Call of Duty and Madden mm-hmm. only buy Call of Duty and Madden. It doesn't matter what it is. It's this year's. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. care. They don't care. Yeah. They play it. They play it the same way they play the other ones. And if it plays like that one, they're fine with it. But, so. the, but the thing is, if there's glitches, kind of like how the, the wrestling the, yeah, the yeah. wrestling game, like, that's a good sign. Because, I'm looking forward to the memes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. When, when the glitches happen, that's when you have to, like, the, the, the current company that's doing the 2K. Is it still 2K or do they, is it Ukes? Uh, they Ukes. didn't yeah. say, well, Ukes was doing it. And they, they jumped 2K out. 2K was publishing yeah. it. Yeah, so. so now now they're taking a year off and uh-huh. they said, we are doing everything over. They shouldn't make one for the, yeah. this system anymore. No, no, Move no, it. no, no. Move, Move it. it on to new Move systems. It. Yeah, and they, they're asking... Everyone who liked SmackDown and mm-hmm. everyone who liked No Mercy, because those are the funnest games that yeah. everyone liked. The best. That's what you have to do. What was the funnest games of that? Okay, let's stick to that. That's what everyone likes. All right, Lionel, let's build on that and make it'll everybody be, happy. There'll be nothing like it. <laughs> yeah, and what, and what they need to do, I completely agree with you, just release a season pass. You like, have to. You have WWE right. 2K, Update and here's the, the 2022 pass. Mm-hmm. 39.99, whatever pass. the hell it is. Yeah. Right. You know, you got yeah. costumes, entrances. Who's going to be disappointed modes, about that? Slight and they, changes. And, they they'll update, and they can update the wrestlers. They can update their ratings and whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. They'd rather bring it out for a sixty for two weeks and then drop it like a <laughs> exactly. Drop it and rob this one pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And get the backlash. And or then, even uh-oh. better, 
just a patch. At <laughs> least <laughs> a patch. A patch would be lovely. That would be great. But they're like, but we can't make money from a patch. No. no. I think their main problem, say, say with wrestling, yeah. I think their main problem is having those characters still be available when they're not working for that company. They got to remove that's They the have only, to, find, they have the to be problem. a policy where they can... They have to yank them. Yank them so they yeah. have to bring out a new game be, that yeah. has totally different roster. There'll be a patch that has to that has remove to bring them. Yeah. Who wants to do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially yeah, if it's your favorite it, character. It's complicated. Yeah. It's a lot of complicated things that go into yeah. it. But for football... No, just bring out the pack. Not unless, not unless the guy killed the woman. Then you remove him from the game. Yeah. Okay. That's easy. You can patch that. Yeah, you can patch you that. Can patch, patch him out. And it gets rid of him. It yeah. should be easier for basketball and, and football than it is. But wrestling's a little complicated. Right. Wrestling is kill complicated. Kill your person, we kill your sprite. You're out of the game. <laughs> that's it. That's all you need. That's a good, that's a good rule. It's yeah. a yeah. good rule. You get drunk and you punch a woman, you're out of the game. <laughs> we make a cinematic of you getting punched by a woman. <laughs> And then you're out of the game. <laughs> and then you're out. <laughs> I mean, technically, I mean, a game takes about between two to four years to develop. Yes. And even then, it's not even perfect. Right. So I think they should still keep the engine. And the next update, mm-hmm. I mean, next year will be just a better patch version yeah. of the game yeah. they've been working on that was not released correctly. I think that's how they should do it. But if they're not, uh, just re-releasing, just change the logo and say it's yeah, a new game. Like, exactly yeah, right. and yeah. that was the yeah. thing that happened with uh, FIFA yeah. 2020, yeah. I guess. It was actually FIFA 2019. Yep. All they did was just a yep. roster update, and they still charged $60 yep. and a season pass. That's crazy. That. So, that's crazy. Like, that's, yeah. that's insane. And, and people bought it. I remember yeah. the last Madden they did for Super Nintendo. They just made everyone black. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, just every character in there was just black. I was like, "That's John the update." <laughs> That's the update. Wow. That was the update. Troy Aikman, black. Troy. And I was like, "Wait, all everyone? Everyone's black? How's everyone black?" Everyone. Is. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense since Troy Aikman does look like Jay Z. He does. <laughs> oh my! God. Oh, oh, man. All right. Mm-hmm. On to the next news. <laughs> Yes. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sony is offering limited PS5 pre-orders directly from its website. You mean directly? 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 If you're reading oh, it, if you're reading it, says directly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been dying for a spelling error for a long oh, how time. How does it say it on the on the website? Not that way. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but I read it correctly. Wow. But uh. Directly from the website. <laughs> so they didn't. So this is the thing. Sony still hasn't announced the date. They still haven't released a price. They have released a. <laughs> they released a website that has you sign up <laughs> for your pre-orders to be told when the pre-orders are going to happen. And they said it's not. It's <laughs> you're not positively going to get the system if you sign up for this. So it's still. A first come, first serve. And you're not guaranteed the system. <laughs> so hopefully you're on this page because it's a limited number because obviously we are in the pandemic and we don't know how many systems they can make. And it's going to be a little bit of the system. So instead, I, how do you guys feel about this? Do you think they should push this back? All the systems. You think they should push it back to spring? Yes. And yes. make it so that everyone can yeah. buy this when they... You know, everyone can get it. Everything or, push it all back. Or <laughs> everything delay everything, man. Or People do you think they should listen? Or do you think they should bring out a million for the world, 
And first come first serve, you get those, and you can play it until they actually have it ready. Delay, no. delay, delay, delay. delay. I'm all, I'm all support for delay right delay. now. Delay, delay. delay everything. You're gonna get delay these it. pieces of garbage. Who's gonna buy? Who's gonna find a way to buy like five systems? Well, no, they, and hawk them on. Yeah, well, that's the reason for this, though. I do give them credit for this at least buying it straight from Sony. They're promoting. And you can only get one system. Right. One, yeah, one system or one of each. Not no, sure if you, you can't no. get the digital. It's only one per address. So you have to, I mean, they'll just make a bunch of addresses and get 10 and then sell them for, you know, people, people are scummy. People are scummy. They'll still do it. Sleaze, they'll still do it. I'll give you the money. Just but the- <laughs> this particular one is only for the U.S., this pre-order. Right. So, you you know, if you have it from another country, you have to cancel your order <laughs> because you can't. They're not doing it. It's only for the U.S. So I don't know if they'll have different ones in other countries hmm. just so they have this, this such many in the U.S. and this such many in Europe and Japan. So maybe I can assume that that's what they have to be doing because you can't just say everyone in the U.S. gets one, but <laughs> Japan and Europe got to wait. Nah. Hold on. So I think they're going to have 10,000 here, 10,000 here, whatever it is. It's going to be sold out in the first minute. So hopefully <laughs> you got your trick fingers ready for when you get that email. It's going to be a, man, a massacre. Listen, it's going to be, it. it's gonna just, be a disaster. Delay just delay it. It's delay it. order of the pre-order. This is like a marketing nightmare for them. I can imagine that. I hope you got 1,000 like <laughs> to get it off eBay because that's where they're going to be. It's a marketing nightmare for them. <laughs> Even if a- I legitimately wanted it and I said, yeah, let me get it the first day. After I see what's going on with them, we're like, Yo, wait. you know what? I'm going to put this up. <laughs> I'm going to put this up online. I'm not even a scumbag. I'm going to put it up online because it's the smart thing to do. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it right away. No. There's nothing. Every all the games are being pushed back. So Everything's what are you gonna delayed. play on it? It's gonna be at least five hundred. Oh. Yeah. At least five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't see it less than that. You can wait. That in Xbox is gonna be at least five hundred. I, I just I don't see it making any sense for it's it to wait. be that way. And a quick news quip that was dropped not what, yesterday. Um, Ubisoft said, you know, it's Ubisoft. They they drop secrets all day. They cannot <laughs> keep a secret. So if this was something they weren't supposed to say. They said it, and it got ripped offline. Um, they said that the PlayStation will not be compatible with PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, or PlayStation 1 games. <laughs> and whether that be, you know, it, it might not be true, but that's what they're going by. And for the most part, that's what I heard anyway. Sony never said that it can do that. They said right. it will play PS4. That's, that's all I heard from right. Sony. Right. That's all I heard from Sony. So everybody's like... How dare they not make it fully compatible with everything? I was like, right. they, they never they said it. They, they never said, to. they never officially said that it was going to do anything with all those titles. You assumed, the internet assumed, and if it's not true, then stop assuming. <laughs> Wait until these companies tell you what they're doing and stop making it your yeah. own narrative because when it's not true, everyone's up in arms about something that was never announced. Well, even with emulation nowadays, you, they, could, they could just... One and two, they can for the most yeah. part. I mean, yeah, would right. would I have liked it if it's say, say if it's true and they don't? Right. Would I have liked it if you could play PlayStation One disc mm. and PlayStation Two disc in mm-hmm. it? Yes. Do I know that they can't play PS Three in it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew that wasn't going to happen. But yeah, I want to play my PS One and PS Two games in it. Xbox it, is uh, backwards compatible. They fully. said it was backwards compatible. Mm. Well, they have With a lot of three sixty and original. Yes. Oh shit. They play- said that though. PlayStation now has a lot of uh, three uh, PS Three games. They have it on PS Now. Yeah, but so they want you to buy it again. Exactly. Like so now. It's, a, it's, available. <laughs> it's available. So I can, play, now. I, can, I can play Brute Force on the Xbox. <laughs> I don't know if that's Brute actually Force. compatible well, with oh yes, God. probably. <laughs> well, I, I heard from the grapevine that PlayStation 5, this will be their last hurrah before the, everything goes off to cloud gaming and stuff mm, like that. So right. yep. 
uh, I mean, the possibility still arises. Let, let's make this a, a great, great console, and let's hope. Like, I, I, as I wish, when we talked about this when we did our sound check, that uh, it would be really nice if they could like include all the games from their past oh, yeah. catalog. Is as a good, good gift for you to be able to access yeah. the system mm -hmm. again. Uh, that would be awesome. But if not, yeah, well, that's. Let's just hope it's a good product anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they're going to do yeah. emulation, at least let you put the disc in for a key yeah. and well, play the emulated game. Yeah. At least. That'd well, they cool. have two versions available. So you have the, the disc version and the non, you know, the all digital <laughs> the version. The hacked version. Yeah. And yeah, it's, this is, like you said, it's going to be the, the last. It, look, it looks like it's going to be the last system before, uh, you know, oh, cloud. You ever see that? Yeah, you ever see that video where they took the but even PS5 with, it grew legs and then started coming? Oh yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it turned into a robot. It's like, yeah, oh yeah. shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's what they want. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, if anything, that's Google. That's dangerous. That's not PlayStation. That's no, with, with the cloud gaming and the, the future is cloud gaming, mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that because you will be able to play PS1, PS2. But can PS3. you play them perfect? You gotta make. You gotta well, be with, able to play all of it perfect. Yeah, 5G, man. Yeah, you. If I play, if I can play a rhythm, listen. If I can play a PlayStation One rhythm game without the disc being in the system, yeah, that's all you got to do. Five G, man. That's, that's all. I, that's all I gotta say. Five G. If I can't play my rhythm games, and I can't play them because of the emulation being off by a millisecond, I can't do it. It sucks. If Reggie Fizami says that he sees cloud gaming being the future of gaming, ten years. <laughs> no, he said five. Five years. Yeah, he, he said, said five. five. I said five. Years. Man, you better, you better get GameStop going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he got a lot a, on his plate. He's just a chairman, man. <laughs> he's in a chair. He's in a chair. He's in a chair, man. He's just sitting there with his face. Oh man, he's wanting him to sit down. He's oh, in the chair. Final, man. final thoughts. <laughs> That's for anybody. I have none. But Danny, what do you think of the pre-orders? Mm. Think it's a good idea? Well. The pre-orders for me has always been like, I mean, I remember the first time I, I did anything that was pre-order and I just realized, yeah, nothing was pretty much set up from the get-go. So it's like <laughs> you bought the Nintendo Wii. Actually, I got a lottery ticket for that. So I was one of the first people to own it in mm -hmm. Japan. But there were like nothing really happening at the moment when the online store or uh, net network play or stuff like that. So it was still, if people buy it early, well, I still don't believe they're going to be able to access the full full array of the mm -hmm. system or the services. So it's just a wasted time and money on that. Probably overpriced too. So I agree with you guys. Uh, just wait for the machine to be properly made and have the services working from the scratch. You know, I, that's how I feel yeah. about it. It'll be overpriced, and you'll be a beta tester. So. <laughs> exactly. That's usually. I mean, that's what the first. You know, that's what the first people do. Every first. I'm generation. usually. I'm usually the guy who's doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy. And they're not paying you. No, <laughs> he volunteers. He volunteers. And then you wait a year until it's ready. Yeah. And or they'll come out. They'll, they'll rush all these things, all mm -hmm. these systems, and then it'll break. And you're like, ah, oh, damn, I wish I had some good quality materials and right. everybody wasn't holding them or hoarding them because there was no factories. I have no yeah. problem waiting for either Same. one of these systems. But I'm just I'm just scared to see the first trailer, that a real unless, trailer first day of the K3. Then if unless, it's like looking really good, I'm like, fuck. The oh, only, I'm going to get hyped. The only uh, time I'm an mm. early adopter is if there's a game that I have to have. That's they like hacked I have it. to have it. Or if they yeah. hacked it because it's early. <laughs> like the Vita. They fucked the Vita over. <laughs> no, they, they fucked the Vita over with the, uh, the price, the, 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 the freaking price of the, the memory cards, man. That was usually ridiculous. the first generation systems yeah. can be can be that was ridiculous, up. man. The prices, yeah. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. There's nothing I've seen so far that's like I gotta buy the system for this, even though Spider-Man right Spider Spider Man looks amazing, yeah. and I'm gonna get Spider-Man eventually, obviously. But 
I don't see anything for me right now to be like, no. I got to have it. I don't care if it's $700. No. <laughs> nope, yeah. nope. I could be like, yeah, Christmas, I, I need a gift. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> a Christmas. <laughs> but I not, need a gift. A gift. But not November. No. Maybe later. No. We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any exclusives that make me say, yeah, let me purchase this for $500. Yeah, not Take yet. No. I'm excited. Yeah. I am wait. excited for the new generation. I mean, they both look good. They look good, but no, I don't see none yet. None yet. Shine Force 3? Yeah, I just hope to go back to the basics for the next generation. Like, you buy a game for 60, everything should be in there. Anything else is optional. I think that's why I opted out from the PlayStation 4 generations. Like, I just hate the DLC and loot boxes. Let's see if they can get the business model right Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, finally. uh, The foundation. At the very least. That's why I like Evil Within 2, man. Everything's in the game. (laughs) 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 Moving on. (laughs) All right. The final bit of news. So, all the best trailers and demos at Gamescom 2020. Let's talk about it, y'all. So, Gamescom Mm. was supposed to be like the E3 that wasn't. That that got canceled this year. Well, yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, I mean, at first, my original thoughts for being canceled was, okay, cool. Now we can get announcements all summer. And, you know, Mm. it'll be awesome. Because, you know, everybody still has their stuff they want to announce. They don't have to do it all in one day. Mm. Um, How I feel about that now and how important e3 really is or an event like e3 it really does help to you know give some people a platform to have all eyes on me rather than some eyes over here some eyes over here some eyes over here and you really get confused on to when this stuff is happening and there's really no timeline now that's why we have no prices or release dates for these systems because they say we can wait until the day before really we'll just put it on twitter and what's gonna happen it's fine Rather than saying in June we have to announce this price to get everybody yeah. hyped up for it because no this is what this is the time we're supposed to do it. Right. Now everyone's waiting for each other and there's no dates for anything. Right. And that's what's crazy about it. And same with games. You're like, all right, I know this game isn't you know, you don't have to say anything about it until it's ready. Right. Which is fine, but that's what that's what Gamescom was supposed to be, I guess. But it really wasn't. Mm-mm. It wasn't like an E three. It was just more like it's a showcase. It was. A it showcase. was really watered down. It was like it was very, very watered down. Mm. They made it more like I don't know why, but a, a an award show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why was there any awards given? There out was. There was like two two awards. Given. There was two awards given out, right? Or some random best, in, best in show. Yeah, I, like, mm. best in show and best system to come to, like hype. <laughs> no, it was weird. And it was weird because the PlayStation wasn't even in it. The PS4, the PS Five wasn't even in the system. Yeah, Amico was in it. And yeah. uh, and uh, Xbox and another system. Don't even remember. But the PlayStation wasn't in it, which was crazy. Shout out to Tommy Tellerico, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Oh, it should that yeah. should definitely be in the hype. But and you know what though, kudos, PlayStation kudos wasn't in it though. Kudos to Tommy for being uh, transparent and letting everybody know. Hey, yo, yeah, the system's not ready. It's not going to be coming out in October. He set a date, but I'm going to give you information <laughs> and a price. Month. And he set a date <laughs> and a price from the get go. He yeah. set a price uh, and a date. And he said, those That's other true. guys don't have a price because they don't know when these systems are going to come yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. And they, obviously they don't. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, to, for the highlights of the, it was good. Yeah. Gamescom was good. They, had, they hyped up some stuff. Um, you know, best in the show would probably go to, for me, would probably be Ratchet and Clank yeah. ripped apart. I mean, they didn't show much yeah. new, but they showed in-game. Oh, that looks crazy. And they showed what they showed, but in-game. And that's really what it's going to be. And a lot of these companies aren't really showing what's going to be in the game right now. I think of any game that's being shown, Ratchet and Clank, they show the most. 
and it looks and it looks ready. Looks and it looks looks ready to go. Yeah, that's that's a game that looks ready to go. Well, they announced you could play it in either four K or sixty frames. I think they were showing. Yeah. Was that the 4K one or the 60? It looks smooth as hell. It, looks yeah, it, really it might have been the 60. Really, really, look, really looks really good. Looks awesome. <laughs> they had some weird announcements in there too. So, how'd you guys feel about the the <laughs> the Star Wars uh, Sims expansion? Um, I didn't. <laughs> I don't understand because the Sims isn't like a, a story driven game. No. So to have a story driven right. like arc in it. <laughs> when there's no story to be followed and like why i guess for the super fans why for like the star wars <laughs> super fans they're even probably excited it. about it there's even so- why they were showing scenes of the movie i'm like this is the sims there's yeah. there's some things i just blocked out and that was one of the <laughs> well, things i blocked yeah, seriously out. i like i said i oh exactly the same thing i wrote i, I was taking notes through through the entire video when i was watching it's like it says uh lego star wars no 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 let's see here um the same Star Wars. <laughs> Why? That, that's, that's, right. that's the only thing you need to have. Like, I, I, I didn't understand. Figure I didn't care out. for it. And like, I understand people want to live out the lives of the Sims in a virtual world or whatever. But in a okay, I guess yeah, in a, in a Star Wars go to world, the bar, get your hands chopped off by a saber. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Everyone will be living that same yeah. story yeah. in your own unique way. Yeah. I don't know why that would work. I, it might it might work though. I, I played the know. Sims. <laughs> I don't yeah, but you didn't play Star Wars. Or I know, I know. It must be it must be I'm something new. It must be something new. It's yeah. just uh, Star but, Wars is a big franchise. I'm just saying, like, I'm not a huge Star Wars head or anything Sims like that. Sims is a but, big franchise, but but you mix them two together, it's like Lego Batman or Lego. But those anything. are games that those you are... can play out in stories. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. It's like, wait, I'm gonna. At least the cool thing about know. the game, they all speak Hatice now in, in the Sims. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't speak English at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same gibberish. It's just gibberish. It's just gibberish. Hatice. It's a T. So that means it's different. It's different. It's still uh, not. An, I mean, do people understand it? Not proper. <laughs> <laughs> it's not proper. No. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's still Sim. <laughs> it's still Simish. <laughs> Simish. Simish. <laughs> Imagine Simish. if they took that language and then made it sim. I'm like, wait, they're both fake. So this is it'll be like, it's the same thing you just said. Same thing you just said. be all gibberish, just mashed into each other. You know how, like in every Star Wars movie, there's always like a side uh, novel or something like with the, mm-hmm. like the the minute character that's shown for two seconds. Yeah. What if they did that with this and like? Had a whole like side story for like this one character that doesn't do shit. I just don't get how they were showing storyline. I just don't get how. I don't they know. If you were man. just the characters in the Sims mm-hmm. world, fine, fine, whatever. But they were showing storyline. I'm like, I don't get it. I yeah, don't get it. Was, hey, look, man. It was one know. of those things. I'm like, you I'm know, gonna like, have to buy it. <laughs> you, know, you know, when they show things in a presentation, like you, you, you're waiting for some things, and then you see something, you're like, okay, next. Just yeah, yeah. I, automatically next. Yeah, as soon as yeah, I saw, yeah. I said, I don't care. Just next, yeah, next, yeah. next thing, please. It was a big announcement. I don't I'm care sure for somebody's it. excited for <laughs> it, but I'm not. <laughs> on another note, they did have Lego Star Wars. In this that look, that always yes. looks good. That's it always fun. It did look good. The Lego game. I was surprised that they took it all again and did it differently. And I was like, wait a minute. They're doing a different game with mm-hmm. the same storylines mm-hmm. again. And it looked good. It always looks good. It looked good. And always. it's with the new systems. Always looks which good. Which is crazy, too. You know what makes me think? Why can't they do one without Legos? <laughs> Why can't they do a good game without the Legos? 
Why does it have to be like? Yeah, why? Why does it always have to Jedi be Lego? Because it makes it good, you know. <laughs> Imagine. No, I mean like the style like of the, the Legos, story, the style like, of like, Legos. You know, they the, had the you co-op flying. and all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. They had you yeah. flying the, the jet, everything. It looks awesome. And Remember the like, last what? one we played was I think it was Clone Wars. Was it Clone Wars? That shit was. That was good. The split screen went like wherever you. It went. was a dynamic split screen. It was really so smooth. Yeah, that's awesome. No, they always do a good job with the Lego ones, man. It looks good. That game, yeah. yeah I don't know about I, that sim shit, though. I really oh, like the, all the hypotheticals the game throws at you, like, what if, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 I wasn't surprised when they, like, Palpatine comes out with plastic. plastic. Oh, yes, that was actually hilarious. <laughs> yes, yes. With the lightning, is like, oh, right, hold on, no, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me get some real shit. <laughs> no, they certainly got the humor no, in that. It's in always that funny. Yep. But to stay on the last but least uh, Star Wars game they announced, it was the Star Wars Squadrons. Yes. Oh. Yes. Right. Some people get excited <laughs> <laughs> about yes. you know being in the cockpit, shooting, all these stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people buy that arcade game for Atari still. <laughs> yeah, and it's still big news when they buy that that old old game where you shoot the <laughs> shoot it's everything true. up. But yeah. this is, I guess, geared towards those the fans of that. Mm-hmm. My gripe is when they have that entire cockpit as a big circle and the. the no, it's just taking up the entire screen, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is a first-person shooter, but that thing is in the way for like sixty percent of the screen to seventy percent of the screen is a big circle." People and I'm like, it. "Move that back or something." This is what they bit. had to deal with People in the movie, it. man. They got to make you feel like you're there. It's immersion, man. Immersion. The other, the other, the other views were fine, and uh, you know that's probably the type of game it. it is. But I mean, it's not the worst <laughs> always game. Definitely, it's probably gonna be good. Like, what was the one for uh, GameCube when they were flying? Oh, shit. Rogue Squadron. That was great. That was yeah. great. If this is anything like that, it gives you that adrenaline. Gives Rogue Squadron was good. Because all you need is the sounds and the music, and people who love Star Wars are going to oh, yeah. go crazy. They're going to be in heaven. And the second they hit those lasers, oh, I'm in the game. <laughs> and throwing, I got, they're going to throw in the helmet. Throwing that co-op. <laughs> got to throw in that co-op. Man. Well, they're going to get the orange jumpsuit. They're going to be in there. Not mm. to beat this over the head, but, you know, it's made by, uh, what is it, EA, and they mm-hmm. did Battlefront 2. They the doing space better. dog fights in that game are crazy. It's like, it's, no, the Flying in vehicles, it's crazy. So it looks like they're just this game is just going to focus on that. So if mm. they play anything like the freaking battle uh, front ones, it's mm. going to be. Insane. Is it better than Starlink? Uh, as far. Starlink was five dollars. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. As far as the dog fights, all right. Well. <clears throat> It's smoother on PlayStation 4, okay? It just looks <laughs> yes, good. Dude, that made him so sick to say that. Oh, the, my God. The place, it plays. You know why? It, it controls the same. 60 it's 60 frames. Yeah, there you go. I knew it. So there when you, you have a space shooter that's 60 frames, <laughs> okay. it's hard to beat, especially. But also in Battlefront, you can kind of, you can tilt upside down. The way you can just, like, go from upside down and fly that way if you want is insane. Dude, so. I know that was a dilemma for you to say that. Because yeah. you're like, I love Nintendo. Starlink. I love Nintendo. Yeah, he was but hurting. I love 60 he frames. Said, oh. <laughs> Oh. Starlink has great flight <laughs> mechanics, has awesome flight mechanics, but yeah, they're a little smoother in Battlefront. So wow. if Squadrons is anything like that, then it better it's going be to be, it's it gonna be, be yeah. really, really impressive. It's next generation, it better be well, smooth. My, my worries is, I mean, if it's distributed by EA, uh, someone <laughs> up there is going to have their greedy mitts in this cake, you know? It's like, <laughs> They've been doing better. They have been uh, doing better. They're trying, they're trying well, to learn from their mistakes. It'll be controversial for the I, I, first year. I really hope DICE will have complete independence from what EA wants them to do. And mm-hmm. I, as, like you say, game experience, have that great flying in there. 
Uh, if I get to sit in the pilot seat and even better have a VR, you know, switching and going, you know, oh, that'd, that'd be, be nice. awesome, there you know. Go. That could be a good idea. Oh, play that in VR. That'd VR, be that, that's probably that'd be, that'd be pretty dope. Pulled that off the right be, way. Well, that's perfect for a home. home, yeah. home. It's like joystick yeah. in the middle, VR, oh, yeah. you're in your cockpit. That's awesome. Speaking of VR, I'd probably throw up. But they had a game that was a VR <laughs> release. There, they had Medal of Honor above and beyond VR. Okay, so now moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I don't know how it'll play. I mean, it's a first-person shooter, so usually like first-person goes pretty well in VR because it can be on a path, and those are usually the better games for VR. I don't know if you can move around in it. If you mm. can, that's a total different world in VR, and you'll probably throw up and fall. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> but if it's on a path. It has a chance to be fun. Medal of Honor was a good series, man. That's why I think Panzer would work very well VR. Oh, yes, it will. Because on a, oh, on a path, yeah. the path And marks. that's coming, too. Yeah. It wasn't here. <laughs> they did <laughs> yeah. show uh, they show Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. They show oh, more, they show more of that, which it looked interesting still. Yeah, it still good, looks good. Man. still yeah. looks good. And people have been good. waiting. People have been waiting a so while. Is that October? Ah. Uh, did they give a date? I thought it was October. I yeah, I don't remember. He, date. Um, yeah, uh, for the uh, Star Wars thing, yes, yeah, October second. I oh, know for the, no, no, the Crash, uh, Crash, Crash Four. Oh, Crash! <laughs> no, sorry, I missed it. Yeah, I don't remember seeing a, a date for <laughs> Crash thought, Four. I thought but they said October. Coming soon. Mm. Coming soon. But uh, I'm, still I'm excited. excited. Yeah, it sold so much. They got it. They they have a franchise again. Oh man. And loans it just better be better than the universal ones. I say overrated mascot. But yeah, so you say. Funny. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> overrated wow. mascot. What else we got? Speaking of overrated, they had Call of Duty. Nah. Segue. Yeah. That Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Jeez, so. man, I'm tired of Call of oh. Duty. Well, listen, it's a story. It's a story based one. I give them credit for story based ones. I like the story based. I, I if do it's too. just if it was just online, I'd be like, all right, this is over. It's over for me. Mm. Right. But but it's a story. It's a continuation of one of their best Black Ops. Mm. So, eh, I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot, maybe. Eh. <laughs> but you know how we all would call it. Dude. You know, yeah, I'm like burnt really out from it, man. <laughs> I like the zombie I'm modes. The That's it. Just the zombies. Black Ops 3 like was the, the last one. Um, That's what I'm saying. Same with me. It'll be a good campaign. Same with me. I like the campaigns, but I got burnt out after uh, part three. Hmm. Uh, Black Ops 3. You like yeah. Call of Duty? Uh, well, I played a lot on the PlayStation 3, and I mean, I really enjoyed Black Ops. I mean, it's like, wow, back in the Cold War, mm-hmm. I really loved the synthy score, but then we got to the online gameplay. It's like, it just didn't feel right. It just felt subpar compared to Call of Duty. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Um, oh, what the hell is it? Urban uh, Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare. I think okay. that had a really good online like it was felt very smooth and very quick to move around the map but then the fucking hackers killed the game oh, <laughs> yeah. so, they ruin everything they always do they yeah. ruin everything they, always do. they gave me all the weapons they gave me all the xps like what's the point of me playing anymore you know <laughs> <laughs> so i stopped i stopped playing it yeah, yeah. good idea that was a good Same. that was a good move <laughs> yeah. they had watch those legion which still looks good yeah. If, if you're not I getting thought, Grand Theft, I thought that was out. No, <laughs> I thought no. That was out. <laughs> Listen, if you don't have Grand Theft, at least it's something yeah. kind of similar. It's not the same. I'd, pro- I'd probably, it'll be fun. I'll probably enjoy it. it. <laughs> no, like it's been quiet. Part two was awesome. No, that yeah. that was very good. That was, that was very good. good. Very it good was more hiding. than a GTA ripoff like the first. Yeah, one. yeah, it's not. First, like it was it. more like a. Yeah. You know, it's yep. not out yet. Oh, we know. Try that. Oh, we know. Then obviously they had Marvel Avengers, which is coming out. What tomorrow? For the deluxe edition, it's already out. Yes. Big Chalk already yeah. has it. 
I could have gotten it for the wrong system though. For yeah, the wrong yeah. system, boo! Yeah. You can't play multiplayer. <laughs> is it cross? Is it cross? You got it for the. You can't, you I don't can't know play. Cross play, no. but I know. No, it's cross play with the system with Xbox Series X and Xbox. Yeah, and oh. PlayStation Five and Four. Yeah. Like, like I'll get like when I get the Series X, I'll get the Series X version for the other game too. Mm, but no Spider Man. I heard it might come to I'm the not game paying later. Twenty dollars for one as, character, uh, making it cross. Cross platform, maybe who knows? They yeah. should they should do that. Like this, just, just they should it. they just do it. Man. What do you guys think of the Golem game, the Lord of the Rings Golem? Oh, the stealth game, yeah, that looks uh, interesting. Yeah. Do you think it's needed? No, I don't no. think it's needed at all. I don't want to play as him, would crackhead. You rather, would you rather have it like a regular Lord? <laughs> I don't want to play as a fucking crackhead. <laughs> He's not a crackhead, dude. The, the whole part, the whole part of Lord of the Rings. You want to play as Legolas with the, the bow and arrow, Aragorn with the swords, or the little hobbits? You want to play as a goddamn crackhead? You know, Listen, sneaking powers, around. I actually powers. thought the same thing. The powers that the ring gives you, though. I thought it, the same it, thing. I don't want to be no up, crackhead. It opens up possibilities. <laughs> it's, it's a crackhead simulator. <laughs> I don't want to be wow. a goddamn crackhead. You never want to experience what it's like to be a crackhead? No, I don't want to no experience to be a damn crackhead. Right? Without taking it the drugs. Alert. I thought the same thing, man. Say no to drugs. Didn't, didn't no. the 80s teach you anything? No. He needs the ring. He no, needs I don't it. want to be a crackhead. He needs the precious. Wow. He needs it. His appearance is always appreciated. Oh, look at that crackhead running around in the background. They gave, him more, they gave him more hair. He does look like he has more hair. Yeah. They said they didn't want him to look like a monster. I was like, dude. And I was yes. like, what? <laughs> we know what Gollum was like. It's fine. We don't want him to look like... Did they not watch a the person. films? Come He's on, not man. a person. Well, it's a prequel anyway. Dude, I have so. zero interest yeah. in that shit. Give me a, another sub-story like uh, 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 War of... Uh, the fucking... Uh, the Mordor games. Shadow of War. Yeah. Shadow, Shadow of War, War Shadow of Mordor. Good. Give me yeah. something like that. Oh. That'd be dope. A spinoff of but that. But they're giving Assassin's nice. Creed Valhalla. That's the same thing. <laughs> you need to <laughs> stop. Valhalla. Holla, holla. Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Holla. <laughs> yes, exactly. Valhalla. Al, you got to do that with the guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had the expansion with Doom Eternal. Yes. Which is fine if you ever get through your, well, your glitch game. Yeah. That's fucked up. It's still not oh, You know Eternal, what? I haven't, yeah. I haven't checked. I haven't checked. Which you just reminded me. I have to check that. And then... Fall Guys season two, which is mm. like, wow, how's their season two? That's it was quick. like three weeks old. This is all planned, man. It's three weeks old. Exactly. Season two? No, this is all planned. This they is all like, an elaborate. They're trying to take over the industry. Yeah, and they're, they're doing it. They well, listen, they're trying to. Well, once they find out and implement like monetizing it better, <laughs> then it's over. Because you're like, oh, word. You mm. a dollar, a dollar costume? Because you're not doing costumes now. And they will retire the Listen. following year. They're never making another game. They're like, Crazy. we're good, we're good. They got the marketing down. But at least point. wait like a quarter. Mm. Like maybe add a stage here and there. But call it a season? Do it like four seasons a year, maybe. But three weeks well, in? We don't know what they're... Well, it's man. costumes and some stages. Uh, uh, Jeez. Costumes are ugly. <laughs> call so. it a season. But you could be a knight now. Man, look at them. <laughs> Just look at They look like gummy bears running around. You want to put them in a knight costume? Yes. Who cares? Yes. yes. You could be a dragon. Can you be a crackhead? No, that's a let me be a, Let me be a crackhead in Fall Guys. You know what they need to do? They, they were already. That was the first costume. They need a stage where you can have, yes, like, have exactly. weapons. <laughs> the first costume. That's why they fall in everywhere. Yeah. They need to have like a last man standing stage where like they have a weapon in the middle and everybody has to fight for it. Oh, gosh. Like, like the swab in Bombfest. Yes. Knock yes. them off. Yes. I like that. Right? That's actually squad. smart. Well, they, have, smart. Oh, they have like an fuck, off fuck, number fuck, of fuck, them, fuck. so there's only enough for like maybe half of them. <laughs> there's five sword. There's five little swabs, and right. there's ten of them. Yeah, yeah. Bop, for bop, every- bop, 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 bop. <laughs> and that's it. Got a few other games. I mean, if y'all want to talk about it in, in comments, 
If we yeah. miss something. Dragon Age there. Four. Yeah, if you want to yeah, talk about whatever. That was in like that's like that's <laughs> wow. like pre 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 production. Not even yeah, yeah. not even ready. At oh, all. They had like the the <laughs> blueprints for it. We're not much. ready yet. Yeah. That's why I didn't talk about. Asian I'm glad it's coming. I'm glad it's coming. Of course coming. you are. You're a fan. Of it. You don't need you don't need that in your life right now. Well, they're working on it. We don't know if it's coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're working on it, right? How many games in the show <laughs> that never come out? Bioware, man, Bioware. But yeah. overall, show is decent. It just reminded me too much of the Game Awards. Mm. Like, it was the same yes. premise. It was the same shit. Yeah. So, if they did it more, I need it to be more, like, special. I don't know. Like, how, how Nintendo used to do their, their directs, mm-hmm. and they would have, like, entertaining skits. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, not all just games, but something to do with it. And just make it somewhat entertaining rather yeah. than just, oh, here's this, here's this, here's this. What this? Who won this? Who won this? Blah, blah, blah. It's just so stale. <laughs> they can, they're not live. They can make it right. perfect. They can fix stuff. Yeah. They can add effects. Like, look at, uh, what, the Devolver Digital? Yeah. Like, look at their presentation. Right. I mean, I, I'm talking they're about awesome. crack. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of drugs involved. That's funny. <laughs> the way they do it. That's funny. They make it seem like there's a lot of drugs involved. But that's entertaining. It's yeah, all hell. No, that's good marketing. So <laughs> that just means that you could do what you set out to do when you want to do it. And so, have a lot of fun doing that. And it looks mm. fun. Yeah. They're, they're having fun. You're having fun. So you exactly. can't say anything about it. You can't say some bad shit about people having fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You have bad shit. Like, if they're, if they're saying some stale <laughs> script mm-hmm. and they're just reading, this is what I feel about this. This makes you do this. And this is the game we've been working on. Like, okay, all right. Dude. All right. We want to hear it from the heart. Say it again. They were feeling. <laughs> like, you know, you worked on this game. Say it with feeling and we'll feel it with you. That's all we have. Dude, ask. every time you, when you say uh, stale, I always think of Ken Kutaragi with the, with the Ridge Racer. Ridge, Ridge Racer. Racer. I mean, he said it fun. He had fun with it. That was fun. All right. I mean, it was, but it was yeah, whack. But it was like, so like. <laughs> it was so empty. It was not exciting. No, 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 no. They could have done like a big thing behind them or do like a joke. Yeah. Something. I mean, that was so cringy when the 1999 guy came out on Konami. It's like, Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> funny bad, you know. They can make it entertaining. That's oh, the that's that. the sad part is when they don't. Yeah, and man. you know they did the whole show. They had all summer to work on it, and it came out okay. But you know why though? Because of E three is is gone. Even if it, but E three hasn't been entertaining for a while either. So once yeah. they got, it was, well, it was, they, they have, I like the whole, I like the live aspect of E three when they have the showcase well, the people and there, when yeah, people yeah. fuck up and. Yeah, then, you know, like I just yeah. love that. That gives it a different look. I Every mean, year, you can't have anybody. What was the girl who said uh, bear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> but they tried. I love that. that shit was viral. That was, yeah. like, that was so yeah. awesome. Charm. I appreciate the try. What about the YouTuber that? Uh, no, that's that not trying. That was funny, that's man. Terrible. Oh, he got nervous. He, d- he didn't have. No, he didn't get nervous. That's terrible. He, it froze. The teleprompter froze. It froze. Oh, oh so yeah, yeah. So he didn't have. I live for the fuck ups. I live for. Yeah, no idea. And it was live, and he's like. And he didn't know what he was even he talking was like, about. <laughs> he, was just, he was just a celebrity. He ad-libbed all. Celebrity. I felt bad for him. Oh, it was funny to watch, man. <laughs> was it a Gran Turismo something? Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was Need for Speed or something. Something. I think it was. Yeah, it was a racing game. It was a racing game, definitely. But he didn't know anything about it. He's like, <laughs> I don't know what to say <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> that's why you got to get somebody who loves the game. That's why, even if it's off, you can be like, yo, this is amazing. I yeah. love it. Get it someone who's passionate game. about it. It's easy. I mean, it's great to read off of Teleprompter. It's fine. It's a really... Good game. Yeah, I mean, do do what you always yeah. did in grade when you have to review books. Like, oh, it's a book about a story about something. Yeah. That is- <laughs> if you did that, people would love it. Yeah, people yeah. would love it more than hate it. Oh man, it's great. Wow. But yeah, wow. so that was uh, those are the highlights. 
Leave in the comments if you got something to say about this. Yeah. We, like, we love to talk about it. Yeah. Talk to us. We talk back. Now oh, we got to talk about this now. We the, got the main event. The main topic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Game music production. Let's talk about it. With the man himself. <laughs> yes. Daniel. Daniel. Why are we saying it so evil? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's dive into the depths of this music production. (laughs) Yeah, ask me anything you want. All right. So we can start with how did you start with the music production and what what you know inspires you to do gaming music? All right. Well, uh, let's see. We have to go back many, many years. I was just a little wee kid. Uh, brought up, I was brought up in a musical family, so my entire family is a bunch of performers. Uh, but when I was about five, I started to learn to play the piano. And I thought that's what music just got for us, to just perform music. But uh, two years later, I went to this beach, and they had an open-air arcade. And I got there, like, really early. I did not know what these big black boxes were. But then the guy came in and just plugged in the power, and all these amazing sounds just came out of it. Like, uh, And, I mean, already it's printed into my mind. There was a double dragon cabinet. I was like, wow, that's awesome, you know? <laughs> and then there was an outrun sit-down cabinet next to it, and that music is just pumping out like, oh, it's, it's fresh like yesterday. And it's like, you know. But the thing that really... I was looking at these games, I was like, you know, the sound doesn't sound like the sound coming out of my computer back home. It's just blip blops and stuff. But this is like sample drums. There's actual real chord progressions. There are actually instruments that try to imitate real instruments the way they play. I was like, wow, this is really cool. I wish maybe someday I, I should do something like this. But I don't know how to write music at the time. Um, but my first step into music production came in when we got ourselves a first uh, computer, uh, the Atari ST1040. Um, I'm not sure if that's popular in the States, but uh, mm-hmm. it was actually one of the workhorses for a lot of famous bands like Depeche Mode or in any music production studio, you had an Atari ST for just oh. driving MIDI wow. to hardware synthesizers and syncing with the, the tape recorder, whatever it is. Uh, but I was not using it for MIDI. I was using a four-channel sample-based music tracker. Mm. Um, and that just started me to get into the way of yes, writing music. But I still had no idea what, what's the right way mm. to really construct a song. So just like you guys probably, we just do until it sounds good. Um, and uh, then I started to go to music school the year after. I, I'm a saxophone player uh, really? originally. <laughs> yeah, so I started there playing classical music and jazz, and then I went further on with funk and fusion. And then uh, I just felt like, wow, what am I going to do now after finishing ninth grade? And my brothers before me, they went through the music college in my hometown. Mm. And at the time, that's like very exclusive. Only a selected few people could go here. So I, I bet everything, like a tradition in the family, to go there. And I, we had to do a performance test. We had to do a, like a very simple music theory test. And based on that, you could actually raise your final score from graduation. So I actually raised my score by 0.7 points. So I, it's like very high average in my ending uh, recording grade mm. from ninth grade. So that, that felt very fun. Uh, 
Um, and that's where we started to learn about music theory, um, like learning uh, the the choir situation, like all, all, all the notes should connect to each other and some notes should not move at the same direction. Mm-hmm. All the notes should not move the same direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had to learn all these classical uh, music theory rules that uh, Leopold Mozart taught his son, Amadeus. Um, so pop music is based on that classic formula of music theory. Uh, but then we got introduced, uh, actually I got introduced to jazz theory, which is a different kind of music theory that's very much American way of jazz music, which I really enjoy as well. And then two years into the thing, we actually got access to music computers there, much more powerful hardware, but at least we did notation. And I actually started to think about what's my next step, university level. Uh, But there, actually, I started to do some real serious uh, work on writing music and construct songs that way in many, many genres that I really like. Okay. Yeah. And how did the YouTube stuff start when you start putting stuff on there? Oh, wow. That that was much later. Uh, But I did not get the sound design chops from the music college just yet. So I think it was (laughs) before I even get there. uh, I was like trying to find a university degree that that could support that kind of um, like, yeah, like mixing, producing and performing. Uh, so there was like one university high up, far up north in the cold, freezing your balls off area. In <laughs> and, uh, it was called Lulio. And uh, the thing was that it was really close to what I wanted to do, mm. but not quiet. Uh, either you become um, a session recording artist or you become a mixing sound engineer. There was nothing bridging the creative process there. So I was like, oh, shit, what's going on here? Um, so... My education did not exist at the university level, so I ended up uh, finding a, a community college, and they just started up a program made by the Swedish Disney Dubbing Stage Studio, and they brought people over to teach about music production and sound design. And it was, it was a one-year course. I was like, hmm. you know, that seems to be something I'm interested in. So I applied, did the test again, and I got accepted. And it was a really cool course. It was not always about music, but we also had to learn about how to build our own studio, uh, what kind of gear we need, what angles in the room work, so acoustics, the science behind sounds and all that stuff. Uh, And that was probably the most difficult thing, just to understand how sound works and why do we get facing problems in the mix and and stuff like that. So really, really appreciative. And... uh, of course, the one one day only, we had a, a guy come and teach us about film score. It's like th- music for a film, and that's like wow, that's really cool. Like I always thought music just only going to be for artists and uh, musicians just playing together. Like, but there's so many outlets to get music to communicate with an audience or with a player and. It's like film music and game music kind of relates to each other to a way how how we should feel. So I was like, wow, I really would like to work with film music in the future. And that has been a dream for a long time. Um, But Swedish film industry, not so good. Only only shitty movies are being made. Nothing international. Uh, 
I mean, the only high, like high value movie at the time in 1998 was a Swedish agent a secret spy movie called Commander Hamilton, <laughs> and it actually features Mark Hamill, oh, Luke Skywalker, oh, yes, wow. yes, wow. yes, <laughs> as the bad guy, wow. and in the lead role you have um, Peter. Uh, Peter Storm, Peter Storm from Armageddon, the the Russian, the Russian cosmonaut in space. Oh, welcome to the Russian space. Station. That's why we never heard of it. And he was a hero. He was a hero of this film, and it was like this uh, Swedish film industry is called SF, strangely enough. Yeah. But it's actually more feels more like a Scandinavian film industry. So it's like people in Sweden, Denmark, Norway. Working together, they they pool the resources together to create a film for each country, and uh, it actually had a really good production value. But yeah, Sweden want to pretend to make American action films at this point. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that was as close as we got when we come to production. I want to see um, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can actually find uh, the American. It's actually there's an English dub to the film, so it's called <laughs> Commander Ham. Commander Hamilton. Right. Right. Jay, you gotta get that for me. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> you gotta get that we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. <laughs> I gotta watch it now. Awesome, awesome soundtrack with one of my favorite bands called Clawfinger. Clawfinger. Uh, you know Clawfinger? I think. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of it. Familiar. I probably couldn't tell you a, t- a name. Yeah, of the yeah. Song, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had a song called "Biggest and the Best," uh, which is uh, an awesome video. You should check it out. But it's like. Before we had Linkin Park and the new metal, uh, these guys were the like Swedish frontiers of rap metal oh, yeah. before oh, it even. Wow. Okay. Interesting. And uh, the funny thing is, a keyboard player in the band Clawfinger, he's actually uh, connected to one of the teachers that I taught. Uh, I learned uh, music production from at the Swedish Disney Studio. He's a keyboard player and a bass player and a great vocalist called. Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> <laughs> well, Interesting name. Uh, Joachim Skoog. Juke Skoog. Yeah, that, that's his name. Okay. Uh, and uh, I really love the way he programs synthesizers and stuff. And we hooked up on Facebook now. So yeah. that's pretty nice. So, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, so, that's so cool. Um, so anyway, Commander Hamilton. Yes. <laughs> I just wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah. someone needs to I'm write that. Yeah, sure. please I'm put gonna, that I'm down. We're actually it, going to try and find <laughs> it. Yeah, I actually it. want to watch that. Yes. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. Probably on Netflix. Um, <laughs> actually, no. I think you might be able to find bits and pieces on YouTube, Armin. Mm. But oh, okay. uh, I think it actually exists as a DVD, so you might have oh, luck finding it somewhere else. Interesting. So... Yeah, so after I finished my education there, uh, it's like they were actually offering me to go the other part of the program, which is strictly sound design, not only music production, but really get into it. But then I, uh, my father called and said, uh, you know, the music school where you used to learn instruments, they're actually looking for a drum teacher, and I know you play drums, so could you come and sub for a year? So I thought, yeah, maybe I go back and and get some work experience. Mm. Um, so I went back was a drum teacher and then they wanted me to have keyboard students i thought keyboard students as well and then um, it's like you know there's maybe one part missing here i really need to get some of these um, like like if you're gonna go, go on tour you need to be very well prepared as a musician to mentally be prepared for the exhaustion and what's going to happen so i actually joined another community college with an aim for music and touring um, and the cool thing about it, it also taught us how to arrange music uh, like uh, 
if you're five people, you should know what your roles are in the band. Mm. Like, okay, mm -hmm. play versus guitarists. They can basically do the same thing. Uh, but it could be that both players are playing too much or they're not separated enough. So how can we make people think for each song? Maybe the keyboard player should only lay down the chords and the guitar player just play rhythm, mm. stuff like that. Uh, it's a really cool way to separate the musicians from each other. Okay. And I think that course really made me write music in a certain way that I do now for computer games, especially when if you play Street Fighter V, uh, Seku's theme. I have that philosophy in mind. I need to separate all my different playing styles for the song of the character to really feel like it's a band that's playing together. Um, so, yeah, um, that's basically all my education shops that I've got. Okay. Um, and I wrapped up in 2003. Then I took six months and I moved to Taiwan. And uh, I was just trying to get some like get out of the country for a while yes do a little bit of soul searching and i actually got to get a job within two weeks when i arrived in taipei but not as a musician uh, uh more like a i was a english teacher and a chef yeah the kids wanted me to bake brownies for them every day <laughs> <laughs> Need to uh, speak some English too, you know. Um, this was in Amsterdam. But yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Sounds like Amsterdam. Sounds like Amsterdam to me. Um, but it was good times. I really like Taipei City, a beautiful city. But it stinks. Oh no, Siri, don't talk to me now. <laughs> Shut up, Siri. Hey, yo, Siri, be bugging. Uh, I swear, all of our uh, phones no. are bugged. Yeah. This shit always happens. Like, what did you say about yeah, Taipei? Yeah. Say what it again. Want? Say it again. <laughs> One more time. What did you say? That's funny. <laughs> uh, I hope I don't say, hey, Google. <laughs> ah, there it goes. <laughs> on your side. Yeah, there it goes. Yeah, and I, I even put it on, do not disturb. Yeah. So I was like, no. I turned mine on, do not disturb. Oh, my God. Those things, I swear, these I things are my, evil. I, mean, I mine that on. would be a, I was like, that's funny. That would be a great sound check before you do a presentation. <laughs> yes. You're a shout out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody else. All the phones have to go like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> that would be our next sound check. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so six months in Taiwan. But then something happened, like a, a friend of mine in Sweden did not feel well or something. So I had this dilemma, should I stay or should I go? Mm. And I went back to Sweden and... Um, it turns out the situation was not as serious as someone thought. But I left behind my girlfriend in Taiwan. I lost her forever. Oh. Uh, so like, man, I, why? Oh, you know, man. I've been beating myself up all over for that. Oh, um, so then I tried. Let, let's see if I can find a job in my hometown for, for something. So I was looking for a job for two years. And I only got one interview in two years. Like, you know, screw this. Look at my cousin. She, she left Sweden when she was 19. She went to Germany. She was working uh, in, in, in the Netherlands. She was a stewardess for KLM at one point. Today, she's almost CEO of a German company. I was like, she didn't have a university degree. You know? <laughs> like, mom, wow. I think this is my generation. We are not the one who will be able to survive in this country because A... You need lots of contacts. You need lots of friends. Yeah. Uh, my social circle was very small, like only two or three friends in the city. Uh, and I don't have any connections to anything that would validate me to work with music in Sweden. Mm. But 
then we like during this time i was also invited to a few people's home to play uh, video games and when i saw metal gear solid 2 mm-hmm. and i saw the name harry gregson williams pop up in there it's like oh shit he's writing music for computer games it start to look legit mm-hmm. Uh, but then you also start to realize, not not technically, it's not really writing computer game music. He has to do it for the little story sequences, like a film. You know? yeah, yeah. But the way that anyone now could somewhat record onto into digital form onto a computer, hardest recording and all this stuff, it all now starts to come in place that, yeah, this is a time where I actually should try to aim to produce music for games or film. Uh, it seems so accessible now. But okay, so I'm in Sweden. We have maybe three or four game companies at the time. We have like Avalanche Studios, the Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, we game. have Dice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Battlefield 42 was really big at the time. And then we had maybe two more studios down in the southern part of Sweden. But the hmm. problem here, actually, not a problem. Uh, a lot of the Swedish game studios come out from the tradition of something called the demo scene. Uh, are you familiar with demo this? Demo scene. Mm. I haven't heard no. Mm. Okay. So demo scene is basically this uh, electronic creative form of computer programming, mixing together music and visuals and artistry. But it's like making, some people call it electronic graffiti. Okay. Uh, that's oh, okay. put it. But it's also a really cool, executable, artful program. So they mix music timing to the visuals. It's like a music video, but it's happening in real time. Oh, okay. Okay. So from that, uh, uh, a lot of computer programmers from there managed to own their skills. And later they said, okay, we have enough skill set now to start a computer game company. So that was a thing. So there was a group of friends come together creating these amazing things, and then they started up a company when they felt confident they had uh, the skill set. But unfortunately, the music position was already taken. Mm -hmm. There was no one else doing the music except that one guy, and they were only dedicated for that company. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm pretty much fucked here. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so, so. Okay, uh, which other country can I go to? United States? I mean, I love film. I mean, that's my passion in life. I should go to L.A., but then it just occurred to me, I don't know anybody. (laughs) Internet was still in its infancy when it comes to social web connection sites. I only only thing I had was Yahoo Chat. Uh. I only only talked to people in Chicago, and that's maybe kind of describes my accent a little bit. So I was just hanging around but i didn't really make any good contacts with people so then i thought okay um so if sweden and in u.s are similar to that you really need to know people to get somewhere then i'm i'm shit out of luck um which country values skill over personal relationships like japan Mm. cool Mm -hmm. i think i have a chance here so I told mom, dad, don't get upset. I know I moved out of the, your place, but I, I can't stay in your house and I'm 25. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I politely said that I really need to find a future that's right for me. Look at my cousin. She's working overseas. She's doing great. Not with a, not with the right amount of, yeah, no university degree, but she's doing great. 
Uh, and I told you the, the, the Taiwan story. I found a job within two weeks. Uh, I feel it's going to be the same. So I moved to Japan, and that's a crazy story. So uh, before I get to Japan, I stay at a friend's house in Stockholm, and that's he's maybe about 50 minutes away from the airport. And when I, I we used to be in a rock band together. I was a keyboard player. He was a guitarist, yeah. really good guitarist. <laughs> He always rode in this uh, kind of cool Opel, unmarked sports car, a German car maker, Opel. And I was like, okay, he surely will have that car for me. When he comes, like, I was looking for the Opel. Where's the Opel? Mm. And then he started. (laughs) (laughs) Old ass Russian East German car. And I was like. What happened to your car? Uh, it's in the repair shop. This is a loaner. Okay, great. So it's January. It's freezing cold. I have a saxophone on my back. I have maybe a backpack and then uh, my suitcase. So it's like three huge bags that I had to carry with me. And so we get to his place and, oh, my God, the Evening said, okay, let's set our alarms at 5 o'clock in the morning. I really need to be there at least at 6. Okay, no problem. And I thought it couldn't get any worse like the movie Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) There's a snowstorm. Knocks out the electricity. And I woke up. My phone is 6 o'clock. I was like, what the Shit, we gotta move. Come on, we gotta go. <laughs> and then he said, Oh, yeah, I just need to warm up the car first. Uh-oh. And the car is warm very slowly, and we have to take off the snow from the windshield. Uh-oh. And then we went out onto the freeway. And when we went to the freeway, I was looking at the needle, it's like 30, 40 <laughs> kilometers per hour. Oh, like, Jesus. What the hell's going with Uh-oh. the car? And then I thought really deep to myself. Please don't break down. Please don't break down. <laughs> yes. It breaks of down. Of course, of course. Uh, why why it wouldn't it break down? Yeah, I was like, oh, my luck, right? <laughs> so he called for a taxi. The taxi took me from there to the airport, the most expensive taxi ride in my oh, entire geez. life. Oh, no. It was like almost 100 bucks. Uh, it was awful. Swedish taxes are super expensive. But anyway, so I got to the ticket counter and said, well, you missed your first flight to Heathrow, but there's another one in the next two hours. You can catch that flight. And since you're a student, don't worry. You you still have an open ticket. I was like, okay, sure, great. What I wish now from this moment on, they could have told me that there's only one flight from Heathrow to Tokyo per day. Mm -hmm. But I waited for that second flight. I went to Heathrow. And when I arrived in Heathrow, I was going to get my ticket. I said, the flight for Japan has just departed. I'm sorry, you have to wait another 24 hours. Uh, Why couldn't they tell me in Sweden? I was was now living in a terminal for 24 hours in Heathrow, which I know is full of people who would like to rob you dry. Damn, man. I couldn't sleep or anything. So... Yeah, so I was like holding on to everything. Um, but then next morning I flew to to Japan and I knew just uh, like a few months earlier I had started to make some Japanese contacts. Like I was hoping that like in Sweden, if you have some friends, you call them friends. Hey, I'm coming to Sweden. Can I stay at your place for a little while? You know, like, yeah. So I was hoping there would be something like that. But I arrive in Japan 
And I told them uh, on an email, I might be one day late because I missed my flight. Okay. I arrive in Japan and uh, I go to the, the coin operated phones. I type the numbers in on the list of people I had to call. No one was answering. Uh, so I was like, oh, shit. Damn. I'm going to do now. Oh, man. So I, uh, I sleep another night in a terminal oh. and I get woken up by a guard who says, <laughs> oh, fuck. Do I understand? Oh, yes, yes. Here's my passport. Yeah. And uh, and then he gave it back to me. So, so, okay, your passport is in order. Your visa is stamped and everything. Okay, good. And so I was just waiting. So next morning, I called the list again. And then there was a girl um, from the Philippines. She answered the phone and she said, Okay, I want you to buy a bus ticket and go to Tokorosawa. And um, that's like maybe one and a half hour away from the airport. Mm. And I'll meet you there and I'll get you to your place where you can stay for the night. And I said, okay, thank you, thank you. And I go and she shows me, okay, you're going to be staying in this hotel tonight. I was like, wait, I don't have any money for that. I only have 1,000 yen, <laughs> which is about, this is about, uh, what could it be? About 10, 10 bucks. bucks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then I have Swedish uh, money in my account so that I can access somewhere, but at the moment, only 1,000 yen. Uh, and I was like, but I will pay for your night here tonight, so you don't need to worry about money or anything. It's like, oh, I feel so guilty, you know? But anyway, and she said, tomorrow you go out and find a job. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Done. Oh shit! What am I supposed to I do? Got that. Like, yeah. I got that. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. Where do I start? So I sleep for the night, and then I pack my gear and, and get outside, and I walk down this street called Prope Street. Uh, very interesting name. I don't know why, but down, far down, I see a guy with a very shaved head, glasses, circle form. It's like. It's like it's something with this dude. I just need to ask him something, you know. And I said I really need to get a a, a phone card so I can call the people on my list. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to ask him about it. So, um, excuse me, sir. Yes. Um, I, I was wondering. Do you know there's a place around here where I can buy a phone card? Um, like, uh, oh yes, yes. Go down that straight. You turn right, and on the left side, there's a 7 Eleven where you can buy your precious phone cards. <laughs> <laughs> Very proper British English, but there's something about his face that just caught me. It's like, okay, I'm sorry, sir, this, this is a very strange question, but uh, where are you from? Oh, me, I'm from Sweden. Joksa, me too. Whoa. It's like, it turns out that this guy has been living in Japan for over 10 years, and he's the manager of a Gaijin house. Hmm. So he's offering me a room to stay wow. until I find a job, and then I can start paying rent. No way. But I told what? him, uh, give me give me another 24 hours, uh, and I'll contact you if, if I need help. I said, yeah, I have one room ready to go if you need it. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's how I managed to finally start living in Japan wow. was because of that lucky accident. Wow. That's insane. Wow. Oh. Jesus, man. What a fucking journey. <laughs> that is crazy. That's like destiny. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's yeah. just it's like, like... It's kind of like destiny. That's like you were meant to... Meant to be there. Yeah, yeah, it was just meant to be there, meant to run to that person, and yeah, yeah. that's crazy, man. 
Congrats on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I had nothing. So that was like, wow. Yeah, I'm, yeah, as you said, this was meant to be, I guess. Yeah. Um, wow. But then I started applying for jobs. I had my laptop with my music on it. And I, and I was, now this is a weird thing. Usually you go out and look for jobs, but never would you imagine you, you type your own ad saying, uh, <laughs> composers are looking for work in the media sector uh, for TV, film, radio, maybe computer games like that. Mm. And I sent it into this free Gaijin paper. And just uh, two weeks later, I get a phone call from a media company. And they would like to meet me. I, I go and meet them. I show them my music. And they say, we're going to offer you a sponsorship. Yeah. yeah so I got a sponsored visa for, that lasted for three years. And this is a very difficult artist visa in Japan. You never get it. You never get mm. it, no matter how. But I got it. Oof three-year sponsorship and that was just lucky but they also said uh we cannot guarantee you a music job all the time but we hear that you're really good at english your voice is very genki so maybe you could be an english teacher <laughs> okay again i do have experience teaching so so that's what i'm doing on and off and then i met my girlfriend and now it's about to, leading into my first triple a game here uh -huh. uh, and uh, the funny thing is she saw an advertisement, actually a music competition. Oh, I hate the word music competition. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she said, oh, uh, there's an agency and they're announcing um, like a music competition for a Japanese game company. They're making sports games, but they don't say what sport game it is. But I have a feeling it's Konami and Pro Evolution Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. All right. So what are the contents of this? Uh, well, if you're a one-genre artist, send in three songs, at least one with vocals in the style that you prefer. Uh, anything, max seven songs, two songs need to be vocals. So I thought, okay, uh, let's do the Royal German Brass for like Champions League style sound. Let's do some Prodigy, let, some Prodigy. big beats there. Let's do some uh, David Holmes from Ocean's Eleven. Let's uh, pull some uh, Ibiza. Latin American techno, dance music, some operatic stuff, and shitty brick pop with my vocals on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I wrote one song every day, and each song became like three to seven minutes long. Mm, wow. It's like anthems almost like that. But uh, I got a phone call and, and they said, uh, is this Daniel Lindholm? Yes, speaking. Well, uh, we're calling from this agency, and uh, the thing is that we have some good news and some bad news. <laughs> okay, all right, so give me the bad news first. Well, first of all, we think the client is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that they didn't pick your songs because you just showed us you have like this amazing width, and there's like a very high quality to it. And we never heard about you before. Are you new in Japan? Yeah, I'm pretty new. Let's get fresh off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so here's the other thing then. This is the good news. Uh, we would like you to uh, – actually, we're the, you're the first guy to call him because you have an idea we would like to exploit here. Um, we would like to create a composer's pool. A, a composer's pool? Can you please elaborate? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, like usually an agency like ours, we only supply clients with uh, artists, singers, actors, and stuff like that. But we never offered the client original material like this before. Mm -hmm. 
Ah, so this like it, before we got the term production house. Mm. So composite school was a way to. Mm. I said, no. Oh, of course, I said yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, sure, I'm interested. Okay, now listen very closely. You're the first one we call, so please don't tell the other people when we meet them. Okay, other people. Yeah, yeah. We need to at least have seven or eight people so it looks more like we're actually starting a new branch. <laughs> of. So, yeah, sure. All right. Uh, we're probably going to have a meeting with all the other involved in the next two weeks. So two weeks comes and I meet up all these amazing producers that have been doing a lot of stuff in Japan already. Uh, it's like we have three guys from the U.S., uh, a guy who's Japanese, but he's been adopted by an American family in Japan. So he's like mm -hmm. a mix between two cultures. Yeah. But he's fully Japanese, which is really cool. <laughs> and then you have a German dude. And uh, funny thing is, uh, I thought he was from the U.S. because his English is so great. But it turns out that he was brought up on the West German side to an American father and a German uh, wife. Well, mother. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what happened? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is, his name is, well, he actually went by his artist name in, in Japan, which is, hear this. Benjamin Franklin or Ben Franklin. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Franklin. You must have got jokes. Yeah. It's easy to remember. But Mad jokes. The, Mad jokes. The dude is incredibly talented. Wow. I mean, he he sounds and sings like George Michael. He has a chops for music production. He's like the perfect, uh, I would say, probably one of the perfect who represents music, style, and production in a fantastic package. So it's like, He's going to be something. That's what I feel. Huh. He's going to really take Japan and the world with Storm. And he had a few hits on Pro Evolution Soccer Series soundtrack. Okay. Like uh, he played uh, two, 2009, there's a track when you do a career mode called Hero for a Day. Mm -hmm. That's him all over that thing. And it's such a great anthem for the game. Nice. So, And we were very close. I mean, we just, he was actually living nearby my area of all places. His ex-wife was living here and their kid. So you should come here and pop by to meet and we just hang out. Um, so awesome. So, but he was also the team leader for, for the game we're going to write for. And that's the thing. My first game became Pro Evolution Soccer 2009 Playmaker for the Nintendo Wii. And um, that was 80% produced by our agency mm -hmm. so and not that's not a not a bad start until konami started to shit themselves <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's that's how i got into the gaming industry wow Okay. That's, that's, yeah, that's a hell of a story. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. that's a journey right wow. there, man. That's a journey. I had a feeling it was going to be unorthodox. Yeah, we got to get that made into a movie. Yeah, hell yeah, man. So, so speaking of konami, um, have you worked with them? Uh, on any other projects? Uh, well, um, I worked on two products that actually killed franchises. Of course, with the winning 11, or winning 11, we call them here, Pro Evolution Soccer Series. Um, <laughs> on 2009, I actually have my name in the credits when you play it for Playmaker. But on the other soundtracks, I was doing more orchestration, helping other artists, mm. but I did not get any credits. I was working with on that since 2009 to 2012. Mm. And after that, I, I don't think the, there's only been any jobs from Konami until 
they decided, uh, let's look into this uh, gaming, like gambling machines, the Pachinko. 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 Yeah. 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 (laughs) And they spend a lot of money to get Pachinko machines to sound right. They Mm -hmm. invest money in orchestration, invest money into really get the music there. But it's such a shame that so many people are wasting their talents when you cannot even hear the music with all the fucking balls <laughs> slamming into the it's, crates. It's, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so basically, now I believe this is like the on the edge when Konami and uh, Hideo Kojima are like not really looking eye to eye with each other. It's like, uh, of course, you start to feel that. Konami started to make a lot of uh, stupid decisions, especially when we talk about PT. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then when I got the phone call, hey, you're going to be writing music for Silent Hill. I was like, what? What? I'm going to write music for Silent Hill. Cool. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a Pashinka machine. Oh. <laughs> so I was writing. Scariest yeah, I was writing industrial metal for that and some speed metal. And uh, wow. and when it came out, and Jim Sterling made a meme out of it right away. <laughs> yeah, pull the lever! <laughs> woo, woo, woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> That's man. my music play. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, and then, again, um, they decided, okay, um, Castlevania, we're going to make a new Castlevania game. Erotic violence. <laughs> and they actually had songs prepared for me to rearrange from their classic neo-metal style into something progressive metal instead Mm. and they also wanted me to write a string quartet to support for the parts but it's just so much time I felt was a little bit wasted and now I hope Konami's not watching. I hope not. <laughs> they they fall out in favor for me for a long time. Sure, they were good at sports games at one point in time before they got new leadership and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but now they just want to make as much money as they can domestically. Yeah. So they're not concentrating much on the international market now, as I see it. Mm. Um, so so basically, I two games killed the industry. <laughs> I was I part of the. That. Games that kill the industry. <laughs> <laughs> that just feels so fucking weird having a resume. So I, I omit that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We don't see it that way. And I don't no. think Konami's watching anyway. So. <laughs> Konami's not watching anything. Even if, they were watching, even if they were, they don't care. No, they don't care. <laughs> they're not watching anything to do with games. Yeah, exactly. They, they don't really they care. They don't really yeah. care. They're making their money, man. They're, they're doing all right. Especially in the mobile industry, man. So, yeah. I got a question. Mm-hmm. So, growing up with the iconic game Street Fighter 2 and knowing the music in that is so iconic mm-hmm. and like, yeah. like that's probably one of the standout soundtracks of the 90s easily. So, when you approach to well, first of all, how were you approached to do the Street Fighter 5 songs and you know, how much pressure did you feel to live up to those, you know, those iconic songs? And did you have to like rearrange them or did you have to do your own versions of things? Okay, so let's go back. My first experience with Street Fighter 2 in the arcade, unforgettable experience as you said, and uh, I was like 12 years old, like like I always dreamt if I could write music for, for a game like this, that would be the best thing in my entire life. And then you look 25 years later, I'm there, which is crazy. I had no idea it was gonna. I would 
be able to get there, but the road to get there was really different. Um, but yeah, Yoko Shimomura, we have met. We've talked to each other. Uh, she's very nice. She's very humble and funny. And for her now to be part of a Streets of Rage 4 soundtrack is also really cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, when I got in, I mean, I was like in this very old mindset. When a game is being created, it's too late to do anything with it. Mm. Uh, but then I started to hear, uh, so when I thought Street Fighter was released, that's like, okay, uh, that's it. I, I cannot do anything. Uh, the game is sealed. It's done. Mm. Uh, okay. What else am I going to do? So 2000, I think it's 2016. Uh, I get a phone call from one of the agencies and there's this dude who wants to talk to me. I believe he's from Malaysia or Singapore, and um, he would like to ask me how I do orchestral uh, virtual orchestration since my work with uh, Resident Evil 6 was very high regard there. So he's like, how did you do that, and why didn't Capcom allow you to record the orchestra? Hmm. I, I, I saved the money. <laughs> it's, it's, I, very sad. I really wanted to have it recorded with a real orchestra. But anyway, so he asked me, so... What am I supposed to do when I make a virtual orchestra? Or what are the pointers that I should avoid doing or something like that? I really love to put compressors on on the orchestra, especially the bass. I said, you know, what is an orchestra? It's an acoustic sound source. Mm. You should only make it up the way that the microphone would take it up. That means no compressors, no added effects. Maybe you can EQ it, the, the certain section, that, that's fine. But... You should not put anything extra on that. It needs to be a dynamic uh, instrument that you're dealing with. So treat the virtual instrument as a real instrument, as a real recording uh, thing. It's like, oh, uh, cool. And all this stuff. So we went through the different sections of the orchestra. And uh, that was pretty much it. And I thought, that's it. Um, what else can I do uh, with this dude? So I didn't think about it. <laughs> then about uh, one month later, now it's November uh, late November, I get a phone call from another agency, and they're asking me, hey, uh, Bandai Namco, they were about to release a new version of Tekken 7, and they would like you to write the intro music for their attraction uh, video for it. Nice. It's like, wow, that would be so cool. Uh, here's the thing, um, when do they want it uh, done, mm. you know? And they, they said that uh, we, we haven't set anything on the schedule right right now. And if we do, we hope that uh, you'll be able to do the project like the last week of December or something like that. I was like, you know what? Last week of September? You, didn't, you know it's Christmas and holiday, right? <laughs> I'm outside. I'm traveling to Bali every year to relax. So unfortunately, our, our schedules did not work out that well. So... Ah, oh, so close, I thought. Wow, yeah. That would have been awesome to, to write the intro for Tekken 7. So I thought, okay, that's done. I, I missed a good opportunity here. Um, two months later, I get the phone call from that dude again. Mm. And he said, um, do you know anything about the game Street Fighter? I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I do. Um yeah, um, I, I played Street Fighter 2 as a kid. I really love it. Um, so, yes, I have a history with Street Fighter 2. I stopped playing at 3 because I just felt it started to get a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Uh, but I'm aware of, of these games. Yes, of course. 
Okay, great, buddy. Uh, here's the thing. Um, Capcom is adding a new character to the game. He has no previous history, but they want some hip-hop music for him. Do you have any, have any music laying around? <laughs> laying around. I said, uh, <laughs> give me three hours, I'll get something for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is that I do so many genres, but I don't really have a library is because I always make custom music. Mm -hmm. So I only write music when I'm getting paid, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Um, so they sent over an example. Oh, of course, it's it's going to be Eminem by uh, 8 Mile uh, Lose Yourself soundtrack as a reference track. Right? <laughs> well, that's funny that that's, <laughs> and, that's funny. That's hilarious. Hip-hop is so easy to make. There's like, there's yeah. no, like, it's just a loop going over and over again. Like, yeah. you, think, you have to think about how can we make it more interesting mm -hmm. because in the beginning, I just thought, they just want to copy this thing. There's no melody. There's nothing there. What am I supposed to do? There's no melody in hip-hop. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I provided kind of a faithful 98% rendition of the groove for Lose Yourself. And I said, okay, here's, here's my take on, on the reference material. And, and Capcom said, okay, uh, Capcom said, we think you're the right guy for the job, uh, <laughs> but please change it so we don't get sued by Mark and Mark. <laughs> it's like, All right, well, awesome. uh, so they started now to give me uh, documents. They got me uh, like concept art of the character. They gave me some video to see him bounce around a little bit. And so it kind of got me the feel. But the thing was that he was wearing his sports jersey outfit, the, the white hoodie and the black pants and red mm -hmm. shoes. And I was like, okay, I understand that's, that's the hip hop part. Uh, but I still had no idea where I should take my music from here on out. But of course, they said change it. So okay, let, let's first start. I really would like to have the guitar there, so I'm not going to change the guitar. But the bass is a very rock bass. How about we just uh, change it to something more? Because they just gave me some more description that oh, he has a psycho power and all this stuff. So how can I explain that with music? Um, so thinking, let, let's have a synth bass mm. and. Uh, Let's have the synth bass glide across an octave of one note. So, just like uh, Digital Underground, yeah. um, the Humpty yeah. Dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an awesome bass yeah, line. That is. is not really a bass you line. You hear that bass line? But that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that rubber band effect, you know, it's like, it sounds very psycho. It sounds very out of this world, out of this place. So like, okay, that's the first aspect of the song that will change. Mm -hmm. um, and I said like, okay, uh, what else? I mean, we have drums going there, but there's like, it needs to have something extra. So maybe a hand clap, but not like a straight hand clap. I would like to have a hand clap with lots of reverb mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna reverse it. And then it's gonna lead up to like every second or third snare hit, there's gonna be a clap that matches with a snare drum to give it a little more dynamic flair to mm -hmm. it. Um, and I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. But what else? Now, hip-hop music, obviously, sample. Samples yes. is very important to that thing. But right now, samples, a lot of copyrighted stuff. Of course, I cannot do mm -hmm. that. That one I was thinking, you know what? Let's have, throw in a little dirty piano there and EQ it. And So I play the little piano line. I sample it down, I EQ it to sound like it's really a sample going over and over again, MP, uh, MPC style. 
But then I was like, this still sounds too general. And I started looking at sample orchestra, sure, but it's been done to death. But no one has ever done hip hop with an orchestra that's dynamic and follows the music and structure. And I think that kind of became the ace in the hole to really write an orchestra score that follows through the different parts of the song. And I think that sets it all apart from regular sampled hip hop. So, so I got to use my orchestrations techniques to the to full of my abilities oh, here. Nice. And awesome. then I sent it in and I was like, I know, like this is hip hop, but something missing. We need to have a voice or something. But I'm not gonna propose the question that I'm gonna rap on this. <laughs> <laughs> but let let's see what they say here. Oh, and and Kafkam said well, this is pretty cool, but we were thinking we would like to have some ah, rap. Ah, there it goes, there yeah. it goes. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Do you want me, moi, a Swedish country boy to do the rap for you? <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's no problem. We, we got a guy in Japan who's from New York. His name is Caleb Combs. Oh. Uh, he would provide the lyrics, and, and he will do the rap. <laughs> Um, so yes, send uh, the the beat to him, and uh, wow. he'll he'll work from there. So Caleb, yeah, we never met. We never were in the same room. I never spoke to the guy. <laughs> but this is really weird because as a producer, you should yes. be there. But mm-hmm. they they kind of got the like the gist of the lyrics was approved by Capcom, so the lyrics are very clean, uh, which is good. Uh, even thought I wanted to be more aggressive, but I, I told myself, like, when I get his stuff, I'm not going to read the lyrics. I'm just going to lay the track into my, my thing, and I'm just going to press play. But only required in my head was, if I hear the word fist in there, I'm going to be super happy. I press play. It's like, uh, uh, uh. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. That's the intro. Mm-hmm. All right. And then it comes, fist. I was like jumping up. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, That's so cool. Holy shit. That, that was a magic moment for me. So, <laughs> And I, he sent me two versions of the same lyrics, but a different yeah. approach. So, and I felt the A version was more honest and open and much more aggressive than the B version. So I said, Capcom, A version is the one we should go for. And they agreed. Mm-hmm. Yes. This one. So just compile all the files and send us to us and done. I was done with the first character, only character I thought. I said, that's it. I've done Street Fighter Five. <laughs> <Holy laughs> so that's in the books. That's and, in the books. Uh, yeah, it's like in the books, my name is in that's the game. Awesome. I don't need to worry about anything else. So let's let's figure out what's the next step, what's the next game. Um but then so that's what I do. A lot of people do the mistake of thinking that, okay, I've done a song for this game, just hopefully get another one. Uh, if you sit and wait there and, and nothing is coming to you, you're going to feel so incredibly disappointed. So, so I decided everything I do is a one-shot only, and if I have that mindset, I will not feel disappointed yeah. if they don't call me again. Mm-hmm. Right. And two weeks later, I get another phone call. Okay, we got a new character for you. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> what about? Well, uh, here's the thing. Uh, it's going to be a girl, a, a fortune teller. Uh, if you played Street Fighter Alpha, you know there's a person named Rose, right? She's her, um, well, her apprentice. Okay, all right. Now, we would like to have some trance music. Do you have any trance music for her? 
it's like, yeah, yeah, I got a three three trans songs ready to go. So <laughs> let me show you what I, I think. So, of course, now here we come. What is your definition of trans music? Uh, let me hear your feelings about trans music. What is your definition of it? What kind of instruments are we using here? Uh, a lot of synths. Whoa, whoa! Don't do that! Don't don't do that! Don't ever! Don't ever do that again! That's not an explanation. Uh, that's not a sound. That's, not, that's nothing. It's, a, it's electronic music. Yes, a lot and of synths. Very repetitive in a sense, and a very long yeah. song. And usually no lyrics. No four, lyrics. Four. No. There's no no lyrics. lyrics. No. All right. Yeah. So same image as me, right? So I, I gave him like a. Goa trance, with filter sweeps and all mm -hmm. that stuff. I get some regular trance, uh, like uh, dance trance, maybe you can call mm -hmm. it that, like more Western, no, more Western scales. And then some dark trance, uh, which I would probably explain her mood and darkened color, uh, like she has all these visions and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I thought maybe one of these w would work for them. And Capcom came directly and said, no, no, what? This is not what we're looking for. <laughs> wow. Like, well, you said trance music. Okay, uh, we, we got a video, YouTube here. So let's send you a link and let's see if you can uh, salvage it. All right, so I get the link and I check the video. And one of the tags says post German rock. What? That's, That's totally that. Wait, whoa. <laughs> That's, That's trance. trance. <laughs> That's what they thought was well, trance. Well, it's like. So they were imaging like uh, 60s uh, psychedelic rock music, oh, okay. that kind of trance oh, okay. music, you know, actual trance. but let's mm. mix it with uh, progressive metal. That's what I did. I took progressive metal legends like uh, John Petrucci, Joe Satriani and uh, Steve Vai. And I used that as my palace. It's like 90s met uh, psychedelic rock metal. Mm -hmm. And they say, oh, okay, that's great. But the music never changes. The bass line just keeps going all and all and all. So that's a rep repetitive part of, of the trance music element, basically. Yeah. But it's all more live performed uh, stuff. Mm. And, I, I, and I honestly felt that uh, maybe this character will not be interesting because the music is so monotone. Mm. But I do put a lot of layers to make it more and more interesting. But I never changed the key. Uh, so that means I don't go out outside. It's just very, very safe. So for me, that was like easy money anyway. <laughs> but I just, I just, I just complied to the crest of Capcom that, uh, and the music supervisor. He's really nice and sweet. And then with him, he he could really tell like, okay, this is good. This is what the audience want. Trust me, uh, this is good. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, I just have to put my trust in the music supervisor. And obviously he was right. She, the, the character of Menat, oh, yeah. became this waifu of a lifetime for a lot of guys out She's there. Probably, yeah. 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 Max loved the chick, uh, the arbitorial guy. He loves Menat. I was like, to hear the praise from them and... Maybe some people are talking about the music. And I actually, I don't see many Street Fighter people talk about the music when a character is being released uh, because they've probably been cheated, especially with uh, a lot of characters. They get like theme music from other bands representing them. That's a trailer, mm -hmm. right? And I think when I did Ed, the boxer, the first character, yeah. people thought, oh, that's never going to be in the game. That's just a trailer. Mm -hmm. 
But when they heard the music is actually the character's theme song, I was like, holy shit, <laughs> I did something first for Cop Capcom for once. And that's, I think that was fun. fun that's to do. dope. That's crazy. That's pretty yeah. really crazy. So, I, I could not believe that she would be so popular too. But for her, for me, she was never a winner. Mm. She was like, for me, a very safe bet to write music mm. for. And I thought, okay, that's it. Second character in the <laughs> box, locked in the box. Um, and then the magic numbers two weeks later <laughs> I get another phone call and I was like okay uh, we're coming at the end of the second season now and we have this old man we don't know what he's going to sound like but he's related to Guy from Final Fight he's, he's his master ex-master 37th master of Bushin Ryu um, but he was only saw, uh, you could only see him in Street Fighter Alpha 2 ending if you play Guy, mm -hmm. I guess. So uh, we're going to send you some pictures and tell us what you think about him. And I start looking at Seku. Uh, yeah, you, you played Seku? Have you played Street Fighter 5 Seku? That's the guy who's like Strider. Yeah, similar. They yes, try, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. See him, looks cool. Never played him. Yeah. So I, I was looking like, okay, what could be my indications for for his music? So I look straight for his clothes, you know, very classic green, gold trim, like almost looks a bit disco, you know. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it could be uh, probably a '70s mentality dude, a little bit of free love. You know, it's like, <laughs> free love. Right, well, let, let, let me try to get some disco uh, or some kind of fusion music in there. So I did a track that's actually on my YouTube page, which is a discarded uh, demo. Uh, Capcom did not accept mm. it. It's called um, Old School Stealth. It's on my channel. Okay. And that's like the first essence of me trying to write music for Seku. Mm. So it was like a mix between uh, fusion music and some like TV cop drama from the 1970s. <laughs> that, that was like, I had it. Very cool flugelhorn trumpet solo mm -hmm. in the middle of it and jazzy chords and i said yeah maybe that's a little bit too complex for the character um try try again okay how about straight disco so i had a trumpet <laughs> a tenor sax and a trom actually trumpet and flute playing together in unison mm. um and uh, it's like it's like it still sounds too general so then I thought, okay, let, let's try something else. Let's, let's look harder at the character. It's like, okay, green clothes. But what about his business suit? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then you look, his business suits look very new. His old traditional fighting clothes are kind of traditional. So how about the expression I got a lot from Japanese musicians who listen to my music? To my music they say, you're very Bobby Sabi. <laughs> Bobby Sabi. Bobby Sabi. Uh, how can I explain that? Okay, so they gave me this thing that you have, with the old, created something new. Uh. And that means like you're using uh, instruments that are Japanese, but you play them in a new way that makes it fresh again, right? So it's like, ah. Okay, here's the deal. Okay, what what is Seku? Bushin um, Ryu, obviously ninja. Now I start to feel it. Ninja, wavy hair, wind, wind. Uh, uh, what's Japanese instrument? Shakuhachi. <laughs> there we go. 
Shakuhachi Funk Fusion. That, that's where we're going to wow. go with this thing. <laughs> Wow. So I presented the, the new version of the song and Capcom like, holy shit, this is right on the money. We have cool brass section, but the flute is the lead. Yeah. Uh, that's representing the ninja. Yeah. Um, and I said, wow, this is really cool. Uh, now, we have one request, and can you do this for us? Uh, actually, it was part of my second song that I sent in. They wanted me to incorporate the theme from the opening of Strider, the, the raid in Castle State. Oh, oh. purposely wanted them to look like yeah. that. Nice. Okay. Oh, so I see where their vision was. <laughs> yep. All right. But the question was, how would I do the raid in this new right. style? So I thought, let's do it a big band flair. So we have one trumpet playing one line, next trumpet jumps in, echoes a line in a different part of the chord. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that works as a big band arrangement. Let's, let's do okay. that. So, And there on, Seku was born. And it's probably the character I felt I had most connection with as a musician. I really got to be me in that song. I just felt I had so much freedom to, to write for Seku. Mm -hmm. And with only that requirement, get the fanfare from the raid in there. That would be awesome. And um, that's how we went. So I thought, okay, great. We wrapped up season two. I thought, I'm done with Street Fighter. I don't need to do anything more. <laughs> but then said, Street Fighter Season 3 coming yeah, up. Yeah, right, seriously. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, okay. <laughs> now it gets a little bit more complex because we have to deal now with the legacy characters. Characters have been in the game before. They have a distinctive theme. And we need to be honest with their progression and their story. So the first one was actually kind of a controversial choice. Uh it was uh, Sakura. Mm -hmm. Sakura, I remember that. That's one of my favorite uh, songs. And a lot yeah. of people really loves our Street Fighter Four alteration of the song. Yeah. Uh, and um, Capcom told me that Sakura, she has to grow. She needs to be more thinking, uh, like thinking hard about her life choices for the future. So how can we make her sound more mature? And they already had a genre in mind. So let's say clubhouse music or something mm. like that. And I said, that's actually a, a really good good direction. Um, so I just worked from the genre and then tried to just make the melody match the chord structures. And it was pretty much a very safe uh, safe song to write uh, because they already had the Kasugana Residence theme made by another guy. So both bases were covered, the, the great theme and the character-driven theme. Um, so, so yeah, she was really easy to write for, but the hard one, which I was nervous for was Cody. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Final fight Cody. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the time I, de I discovered Reddit. Yeah. So, I mean, I was stupid enough to go out on Reddit and I was looking at what the, what do people think oh, about no. Cody for Street Fighter? <laughs> like, he was not even released yet, you know, but people oh, making assumptions oh. like nobody touches Cody Street Fighter 4 theme that <laughs> if they fuck it up, I'm never going to play Street Fighter 4 again. Oh, Lies. yeah. Lies. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of fanboys in there. <laughs> oh, they'll be there. Um, but who loves the character? That's the yes. thing. I, I think there's like a misunderstanding when people say they love or hate something. Gosh. I think they just want to yeah, exactly. Passionate. They want to be part of this guy's journey. But how do we progress 
from there. Um, but definitely they said, we want hip hop for him. And I said, still? <laughs> he, he's a mayor of New York or a mayor of Metro City now. How, how would hip hop still be part of his legacy? Uh, uh, well, let's see it like this. We, we still would like it to be hip hop a little bit faster. Ah, I see. Uh, but hip hop in general, we talk about BPMs between, I would say between 65 to about 90 BPM per minute. That's like a good, good thing for hip hop. But to make it faster, it's kind of bridging to a different genre for me uh, personally. Um, so I said, okay, I'm gonna do like this. Uh, the first two songs I sent in, they're they're also on my YouTube page. They're like. The Cody uh, theme one and theme two or something. These were rejected because the songs were uh, a little bit too slow for the character. Yeah. And I could see that actually. And it still sounded a bit too dark, even though he was now wearing a suit and tie and a good looking face. Um, so I was like, okay, we need to make something that's more salute, something more upbeat. But I still would like to have the intro to be a little bit slower. So this was the first time I actually. In any game, I actually change tempo. Um, so I was thinking, okay, he needs to transition from Street Fighter 4 to Street Fighter 5. Let's have the intro reflect um, his Street Fighter 4 days and then transition into the new brighter days. So that was my idea. So, but of course, like any person who doesn't know music, they're gonna say, he stole that from Queen. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's, it's just two chords. It's just two chords. Uh, this is nothing to do with Queen. Oh, but no. show must go on. It's actually not a bad analogy that he has left his past behind him and keeps moving on to his new life. So as a tribute, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, no, I did not steal. I did not copy Queen. Yeah. I just felt okay. the two okay. chords. <laughs> that is any music. That's just a warm up. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, uh, so we started with Cody to be more upbeat. Uh, actually, the, the, the funk bass line that I have is actually inspired by my drum teacher. I actually learned drums from a bass player. Really? <laughs> so he was playing bass and I was playing <laughs> drums. So yeah. You could have the low E. The low E would be the kick drum and the high E slap would be the snare drum. And that's how I learned to play drums in a fun yeah. way. So I basically thought, I'm going to borrow my drum teacher's bass line just for this one. Um, so I did that. Nobody knows about it. <laughs> Until oh, now. Now. <laughs> now they do. <laughs> Secrets out. Uh, and it's like, okay, that's cool. It's very hip hoppy. It's much lighter. And, and then we, uh, like, uh, I need to have, like, uh, we need to find the, the more uplifting parts of, of Cody's character. So let's give him that more dreamlike guitar, U2 guitar kind of riff that comes in later. It kind of makes it feel like he's flying. He has a lot of flow uh, into his character. He has a more positive outlook. Mm -hmm. But the big thing is when you do the, well, I, I would not say the drop. I, I, I don't like the word the drop. It just sounds like a lot of things just disappear. <laughs> but for some people, that, that's where the thing really mm -hmm. happens. And that's when I thought, you know, mayor, classy suit, he needs a salute. Let's bring in the trumpets. And that's how I managed to adopt the arcade uh, theme into the, the arcade attraction mode theme in, into the trumpets. And I think that was a hard thing because I only had the sounds from the CPS-1 cabinet to work with. So even there, you don't really, you're not really sure what those sounds are supposed to represent, mm -hmm. maybe guitars and bass and stuff like that. 
Um, but to arrange a theme from a classic cabinet into a new style and then have it done this way, uh, it, it was really interesting. But I was scared. My balls were sweating really hard. <laughs> I, mean, I had to keep nagging, like, when, what's going to be the reaction of these the, the people here? Right. Uh, so then I believe at Combo Breaker, actually, before that, I was like, I sent in a version of the song, and I just felt, maybe there's something more I can do. But the sound the supervisor, the music supervisor said, no, this is great. The people are going to love it. No problem. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then I was just sweating buckets for a few months, and then Combo Breaker 2018 came, and they revealed Cody. Mm-hmm. And they just muted down the sound. So I was watching it live on Twitch or something. So I never could really see what was going on with, with the people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then just a few days later, they released their reaction screenshots from the event. <laughs> oh, and I saw people's heads going up and down. It's like... Okay. That's all you need. Awesome. Awesome. It's crazy. Need. On one hand, you, you know, you look at fans of a particular character when you're d- designing it, and you have to think like, I, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't want to know what they think. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you went on on Reddit to to, to see how they would react to like certain <laughs> things, you know, then it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, I, this is yeah. pressure the, was no, on. Yeah, exactly. The pressure's on. Like, yeah. oh fuck, these people like this character. Yeah. I got. I, I got to deliver. You know. You knew people cared enough, though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no. It's just, I mean, Street Fighter is a, is a tried and true that's, that's a love, deal. a beloved. Uh, yeah, that's franchise. a chorus. That, that's a chorus song, man. Yeah. Or Puzzle Fighter. If you put the disc in on a CD, yes. you, get, you get the Sakura song. Vocals yeah. ain't that great, but the <laughs> instrumental, the instrumental on that thing yeah, is man. insane. Well, there's a select yeah. bunch of franchises that are known for their music. Street Fighter is definitely. Mm-hmm. One of the top, yeah. Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden, like those are Streets of Rage. Like well, those that's are, why it's hard when you take that rendition yeah. of something yeah. that's classic yep. and have to change it. It's nerve wracking, you know. <laughs> it is, man. Yeah, that was the gotta, main important. You can't thing. bring yeah. out the same song. Nah. No. Nah. So in a, in a way, it kind of it kind of lit the fire under you when you when you checked that. So mm-hmm. I think that was. I think yeah, it was a good I mean, thing yeah. That yeah, I mean, if it's a legacy character, I really need to check what the fans yeah. are yeah. thinking. Like, I need to get myself. Because I'm a fan of the game too, and it wouldn't be fair if you just wrote it the way I want to write mm-hmm. it. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think that's hard to like find the right balance of what is like good and what's fan service and what's not good. And I, I think that's something I learned very much when working with Japanese developers is that to have a second set of ears come and tell you that oh, maybe change that. It's like I'm not getting hurt by it because. As I don't look at myself as an artist, I look more at myself as a carpenter. So if I'm doing something to spec, I better follow the the client's request. But once I say, put the Daniel in there, I was like, what what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) 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 Yeah, put me in the music. It's like, I don't have a style. That's a problem with me. I don't really have a style because I'm all over the Mm. place. So I'm not sure what the Daniel thing is. <laughs> is. That, that is. You're, you're, um, yeah, put that magic in. That, you're, ma- that magic You're right for there. hire. So it's like you, you, like you said, you only work when, you, when you're getting paid. So it's like, all right, uh, this is what I do. Like a carpenter. He's a they musical get mercenary. They get, they get paid to do, <laughs> they get paid yeah, to do yeah, the yeah, job. They do the job. 
That's you your new say, that's your new catchphrase. Yeah, yeah mus- the musical, <laughs> musical mercenary. The musical mercenary. I like that. There you that's go. M M. M M. That's on the box. What do you want done? I got it. I got it. Don't ask any questions. It'll be done. When do you need it, by? All right. Boom. Done. It's done. You need a little streets of rage. Well, a little. What do you want? Okay, I got you. Man, I, I can't wait until I get to do a Streets of Rage game. That would be awesome. Whoa, I mean, I wish. I really wish I could write for them. I mean, I, actually, funny thing. I did a remix on of Alien Power from Streets of Rage 2. That's probably my favorite mm. track. Uh, and Motohiro Kawashima, he actually gave me the thumbs up and said, well, that's a cool Great. remix. Part 5, man. Oh, Part 5. That's awesome. Yo, get the, get hey, that. DLC for 4. Yo. You, know, you said once it's out, it's not, it's not fine. <laughs> that's true. I mean, a lot of people give Yusuke Koishiro a lot of credit, but remember, that was always a two-man's work mm. on, on the soundtrack. Now, a lot of people forget about Kawashima-san. Uh, but he's probably one I think did all the cool techno-ish tracks that really scraps the uh, the FM synthesizer in the thing. Yusuke Koshiro is great, but as you said uh, in the other episode, he took the wrong time to be experimental in number yeah. two. Yeah. So, yes. Who is in charge of that <laughs> yes. one? Uh, yeah. I remember. I, I had the same reaction. Got a lot of respect. Great game, but just felt yeah, wrong. Yeah, everything was just yeah. not it felt wrong. Yeah. finished. It was just off. <laughs> Every track wasn't finished. It's in my head. I can't. Yeah. The club, the the club, club stage. The club stage is it's the worst. Oh, the cl- I hate it. Oh, it was, and yeah. it lasted a long time. <laughs> I said, when is this stage yeah. going to end? Mm. It was such happy hardcore. But it's oh. crazy. It, it, it's so crazy how <laughs> yeah. music really... Uh, changes your perception of a it game. It could have been such a classic. Change. It was no, a great game, still. Oh, yeah. It was a great game. No, it, it played amazing. It, it played amazing. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. you just said, what does oh. this end? <laughs> so if you can talk him into re-releasing part three <laughs> with you and him working on the music together, <laughs> hey. that is something we want to well, see. <laughs> no. uh, well, I hope I get to meet him someday. That's the only person I have not met is you, okay. Yusuke Koshiro. But I pass by his train station uh, once a week when I started teaching at Olympus Camera at one point. So I know where he lives. <laughs> Wait, Yusuke did a Fantasy Star 2, right? Uh, I think he might have had I'm almost positive if he was that. all up in there. Fantasy Star, hmm. You got to look it up? I got to look it up. I had a, um, I also do uh, music production, but I'll, just as a hobby. Um, I actually... Mm. A few days ago, I had a dream of a of a track, and I I put it together. It's still not completed a hundred percent, but I want to show it to you. Like let let you be the first to listen to it. You guys haven't even okay. heard this either, but I want you to be I the first person to hear it. it. <laughs> and I told you about it earlier. Yes, but um, I want you to hear it and let me know. Like just critique it on your own. I, I'm very curious right. to know what yeah. you would think about it because I I don't have it. Right. I have a very light musical background as far as uh production i'm I'm, uh classically trained like by ear uh from uh uh, acoustic guitar and uh piano i play by ear but um Mm. yeah rip it apart (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 give it to me straight Uh, man i mean (laughs) this is for somebody yeah i mean uh, i I was so impressed to know that Tommy Tallarico yes learned everything just by doing it with yeah. no previous experience. And I mean, I, when I, as we talked earlier, like the MDK soundtrack for me, it's always been like, holy shit, he did all that only on synthesizers. Mm-hmm. And then I start to analyze his orchestrations techniques, like, and he doesn't have any formal training in that. I was like, holy smokes. It's just about put your mind into yeah. it and just feel it's right. I think that's, 
more important than writing what is supposed to be accurate. Mm. Uh, I mean, I always say this, and actually that, that was a funny thing. When I went back to Sweden last year, I was talking to my saxophone teacher, who's also this jazz cat music theory mm. guy. And, and I always said uh, before I met him to other people, like, when I got my music theory in, it just clicked with me 10 years later. That means I could start working on autopilot when I'm running out of ideas I want to express. I just go back into autopilot. That's how my music theory saves me. Uh, but if you want to be unique and different, learn the theory and then break the rules. And that's when you're going to find new ground. And when my teachers told me this last year, I was like, holy shit, I just broke the code. He said the same thing. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, I, I finally felt we have reached uh, my teacher and me. We just reach the same level at this point i like but that was a breakthrough definitely so very happy to hear that but the story of street fighter 5 is not over (laughs) still continuing for another year because i thought cody i thought cody was that's it i've I've sealed (laughs) the deal but (laughs) just capcom keeps calling me back we got this dude, um, he's a fairly unknown character. He's never been in the game before. He goes by the name G, oh. the president of the world. <laughs> like, okay, um, what do you have in mind now? <laughs> well, we're thinking electronic music meets jazz. <laughs> that widely popular. Wow. Okay, all right. So, okay, well... I can try my version of the thing first, but yeah, he has no theme, he has nothing, connection whatsoever. He's a mystery. Even for me as a composer, even though I got the documents and everything, I still don't understand this character. Um, even though they tried to explain it to me, but it's like looking at a psychopath who thinks he's yeah. king. <laughs> That's a mess. Uh, yeah. Like... At least he seems to be more friendly than Mr. Trump. So <laughs> that's a good thing. So, that you don't know who he is. I just thought, okay, what, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> but then I start to look, okay, synth music. Uh, what do I have there? I mean, they didn't specify anything, but I start to look at his animation. He starts off with his hand on the ground and it says he pulls power from Gaia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, that kind of started to click with me what kind of instruments I'm going to be using. So what's the most earthly instruments I can think about? Hmm, something made out of wood. Oh, violin, cello, uh, clarinet, something like mm. that. that. That would be a good starting point for the jazz part of the thing, right? And um, then I thought, okay, what about his body? He sees rotating, golden, glowing tattoos. I was like, you know, brass. Yeah, trumpets, trombones, maybe a tuba in there. Okay, I think I got my sound palette for the jazz part, but what about the synth part? And um, the funny thing is that I guess synths is you can express yourself so freely. So I only chose sound sources that were mysterious in nature, mm. or something could drive a pulse, but not be too like I want to create this mystery about the character. So I, I just try to create the soundscape of whooshing sounds uh, creating and. I think I drew my inspiration for the intro from Jean-Michel Jarre's Equinox uh, synth album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the uh, the kick drum 
baseline is actually lifted from one of my favorite uh, Depeche Mode albums of all time, Violator, and the song Personal Jesus. Mm, yeah. And that, like, he has a little bit of a messiah complex in this <laughs> in the game. Like, I'm going to save yeah, yeah. every one of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so I went with that. So I actually had like the song about uh, two thirds of the song was synthesized, and then there was a break with a Dixieland gas. Like, yeah, Dixie, whistling Dixie. That's when you go crazy. That's what it means, right? <laughs> so. So I, I, I decided what kind of genre of jazz I'm going to go for. And I was like, that would be a perfect marriage. But uh, what they wanted really in the percentage was that the, the music should be about overall 70% synthesized and 30% jazz influence on top mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. So I had to go with a honky-tonk piano helping support the, the, the bass. And then we had the little breakdown with a Dixon and Jazz taking over and then back to complete the loop. But yeah, that was one hell of a weird, weird combination <laughs> of genres. Wow. Sounds like it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That is hilarious. But it got done. It got um, done, though. It got done, but uh, I was not quite sure if this character would resonate with the players. Uh, but I, even in the intro, I did something really weird that no one think. I was having this big, giant explosion. And people say, this is the beginning of time. This is the Big Bang, and he's the result of that. It's like, oh, he's... So I, I maybe added something to the character that has not been explained in text, but that kind of opens it up for more mystery, I guess. But now I told you the secret for what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we have it recorded now. now we, we, have have we have documentation. We have documentation. Too much. We have, we have... I thought, okay, season three done. And yeah, two weeks later, they said we got season four, <laughs> and uh, it's like Capcom is funny. Really, how how, how long is this going to go? Stop, they, don't don't stop. Stop. they really they don't. Don't. Yeah. They, they will not stop. It took them a long but, time to count to five. So yeah, for real, man. You know how many Street Fighter twos there were? <laughs> yeah, they like, don't stop. Like yeah. ten. Now, the last two characters I wrote music for uh, was actually two again legacy characters, technically, uh, E Honda. Now, that, that was crazy because I always thought Ihana's music has always been like Japanese yeah. culture. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I really enjoy the bathroom stage <laughs> they created. The bathhouse. Uh, yeah. And that's really awesome. That's a bathhouse sequence. is really awesome dynamic music there. And that's the thing I miss. Uh, I have not written any stage music for Street Fighter V. Uh, I guess they're using a different music system for those. Uh, can I say? So if I get schooled in that, maybe... I would might, might have to write some music like that. But now they told me that, like, okay, you're going to write music for E. Honda. Mm -hmm. It's like, but he's a total Japanese character. Uh, I don't think a Swedish guy is right for the job. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no. We want, want you to write wow. E. Honda from a tourist perspective. <laughs> Someone's never been. Oh, man. Like, Stereotype the guy. Yeah, okay. Oh. Put wow. you in a good position right there. That's like, wait, oh, funny. Wait, so, <laughs> setup. so I ended up just, okay, let's throw in some te techno synthesizers, the Chakuhachi again, <laughs> some Koto playing behind, and drum and bass. Like, let, 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 let's, let's go for that, you know? And that became E Honda. And again, um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do something really crazy. I'm going to record myself whispering shouting in the background of the song so the voice that you hear is me that's vocal songs oh that's gonna be me there but the only thing i don't do is say 
<laughs> that, that's the only thing that's actually a sample. Uh, but it's a, it's a real I love that sound, too. That's dope. funny. I love that voice. That's like that's yeah. But uh, I actually uh, speak as something in the background. I kind of whisper on top of another choir sample that I program. Uh, so I say, karate sama sama. Aikido sama sama and sama sama or sama in Japanese means customer. Um, so uh, I say that the music there entitles uh, Aikido and karate practitioners to come to the bathhouse and to relax. Oh. That's <laughs> that's dope. Okay. <laughs> and Capcom didn't tell me. No no no. You cannot say that. You cannot say that. So it's like okay. our Japanese is on point here. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have not. The strange thing, I said, I've been living in this country for 15 years. Uh, when I left, I didn't speak any Japanese. There was no access to Japanese books or audio tapes, nothing I could learn in Sweden. So I came here as a blank slate and just picking up the language as I go. And I, I think as musicians, we are really easy to copy and see the connection between sound and action. And that's how I've been learning Japanese. Uh, so right now, very recently, I finally had the time to start studying especially reading katakana, hiragana, those are easy, but kanji is the hardest yes. one to really nail down. Wow. wow. So, e Honda, wrong perspective song. That, that's what we can call it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Capcom brought something out of the closet. You think it was dead uh, when it comes with, like, Lucia, the street mm -hmm. cop. And she's from uh, Final Fight mm -hmm. 3, or Final Fight yeah. Tough, as you if you call it. And uh, that was really cool. I actually got to bring out my uh, 1990s Steven Seagal yes. kind of music. <laughs> and uh, I actually have a demo on my YouTube channel as well, uh, which actually has a really cool guitar solo that I played that sounds very Steven Seagal, um, out for justice oh, or something. Yes. Like that. I'm a deity. I'm a deity. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's always yeah, whispering. All the time. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Mm. That's hilarious. <laughs> the worst. Anybody else? You think you're a big guy? <laughs> <laughs> that's so, him. So you do uh, voice acting too? Actually, that's something I've been uh, practicing for a while, but I have not got any voice acting jobs yet. But uh, I I started to get my first singing jobs now, oh. so that's really. Nice. I've been singing for, uh, I, well, I can talk in general. I'm not talking about the general. Yeah, I don't know what the name of the book is or anything, but it's a English learning book in, in Japan, mm -hmm. and I'm actually singing Michael Jackson. Oh, oh nice. No way. Oh. <laughs> no <Yes>. way. <laughs> yes. I would have um, never guessed that. So, I, I, I mean, I am. I think, like, voice acting and singing kind of works hand in hand. I mean, you have to try your voice in different modes and different things and most of the best voice actors in the world are actually singers mm -hmm. so and uh, i've been having a really great voice vocal coach i mean when i was studying in the music and touring program we had a, a vocal coach and she taught us all these different expressions of the voice and she even does anything from death metal to mongolian throat singing okay. which is kind of similar Shit. to swedish cooling which we call it a call call singing mm -hmm jazz uh like hard rock falsetto i mean she does everything wow. so 
so we got that for two years, just drilling into us all these voices. And uh, but after that, I have only tried to uh, practice by myself. But then I ran into this guy at a jam session in Tokyo, and I play a very different instrument compared to all other people who come to a jam session. I play, uh, I perform what's something called an iwi, electronic wind instrument. Okay. And with that instrument, I'm actually the guy, when you hear the flute or when you listen to Sekustin, every brass instrument or flute does not exist in the real world. It's been programmed or performed by me electronically. Hmm, that's crazy. So it's all based around physics modeling of, of the instrument. So I can actually, I have to study each instrument and how they play. Like, for example, a saxophone, uh, a clarinet, you can bend the note with your lips, but on a flute, mm. for the vibrato, you have to use your uh, uh, diaphragma to <laughs> push the, uh, the air out. So every sound I play, I have to think differently when I perform through the iwi. Oh, and I'm using that together with a, a laptop, and there I have my sound sources. So during this jam session, actually it was a very monumental one, because I've been going to jam sessions for about 10, 12, yeah, about 12 years, I think. And I said, if I don't make another contact here, if no one wants to perform with me, I'm fucking giving up on music. <laughs> <laughs> that was my feeling. And in comes this tall, handsome, black African-American guy. And he, he, he doesn't look like, oh, man, what a bunch of losers. <laughs> like, uh, but it's like something I noticed. Oh, he got his acoustic guitar and jazz hat on. I said, okay, let, let's play this song. And it was like, that's the thing. Uh, I pick everything up by ear. I, I have no interest in Western pop music. I gave up after 1994. Uh, Michael Jackson was one of my idols. I really loved the guy. But then the scandal happened. I decided I would not have any idols of any kind because it just breaks mm. my heart and mentally so let's look at good music that's all i care about um but he he's, he handed out shorts to some people and we're gonna play this uh, i think it's called what's going on i think uh very classy uh, uh, soul number basically mm. but on the stage it's a very tight knit uh, like you have a keyboard, you have a drummer in the corner. I'm sitting next to the drummer, so I can barely hear shit. <laughs> then you have the bass in the middle, and then you have maybe two guys on the front that could maybe be a trumpet player and a saxophone player. And then the guy sits in front of the stage, a microphone. So the, yeah, the, we were running out of space. <laughs> so all I could try to do was to listen to him when he's singing. And then when he doesn't sing, I fill in the background with my uh, sound of trombone and, and trumpet and trombone, like lay this down, this mat, like uh, a, a line of a string section we do in disco music, you know. So that's what I did. But after that, he said, here's my card. And, and then we spoke in later in the evening. I got back home. We spoke for six hours straight on, on a and, and we had so much in common. And he said, those motherfucking brass wind players, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. But you do. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, everybody just want to be on the stage and jerk off to their instrument. But at least you've got a plan. 
I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a trained session musician, so that's that's the deal. So it turns out that this dude, uh, his name is James Norwood Jr. He was supposed to be um, after the Vietnam War. He was supposed to go to New York and be um, a singer, a vocal instructor for Broadway. But uh, Broadway did not contact him on time, so he already left from there in 1970 or 1980 to move to Japan. When he got here, he got the call from Broadway. He said, well, you fuckers are too late. I'm not going to do the, uh, come back. You. So he's been in the Japanese entertainment industry for all over 30 years. Oh. And he's drilling uh, Japanese pop stars. Uh, he also does good Michael Jackson dance impersonations. <laughs> mm. uh, and as a vocal coach, he said, you and I, we're going to do uh, something together. Let's let's make a duo and showcase our skills. Nice. And from there on, I got free vocal lessons from him. That's so, <laughs> that's, so trained by the best in the industry right now. Uh, awesome. So really, really nice guy. We have the same philosophy. And that's what I say. Uh, experience does not equal age. It's experience what you have done and failed. That that's what I call experience. And, exactly. Yep. I agree. Uh, and we are synced up so so well together. We have a like we practice this. No, 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 no wing it shit. We just have to practice until we got it nailed down, and then we go out and perform. And yeah. that's what we're doing. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, really there's there's cool. so much to still talk about. There's there's games that you've yeah, done. Yeah, I got time. And I mean, I I wish we can get. I mean, we will have a conversation again because <laughs> we haven't because we haven't gotten to those games. And yeah. so, if mm. you would like to tell everybody what you're working on now, and you know where to reach you and everything, because they'd like to know. Yeah, right. Mm. Right now, it's only a few hours left. We have the Kickstarter for Fallen City Brawl, as you mentioned right in the intro. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel a bit sad. I don't think we're going to hit our goals, but uh, I guess we just have to try again. Maybe we have more, more things going on with the people that can contribute. I mean, mm -hmm. technically, when I saw people watching the the clip of the video, it's like one thousand eight hundred eighty-one views. If everyone paid ten dollars, this game would have been done. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I was watching yeah. that also. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Yep. So um, let's hope that we get a second chance. Uh, and on other news, I'm working with a guy from Maryland. He's actually was an ex actually was one of the first foreigners jobbing uh, working in japan for snk he was part of penning stories and ideas for uh, king of fighters uh, fatal fury and uh, yeah many many games here and uh, he's been just working now he, he moved back to united states uh, early 2005 i think mm. and he decided i'm gonna start up my own game studio and it's only gonna have industrial professionals who would like to be more creative with the work and the company is called Starcaster Games mm -hmm. and uh, right now with the company we're supposed to be working on one of the first PS5 titles oh. uh, which is based around um, um, hack and slash beat em, uh, tournament fighter called uh, Gladiator Begins on the PSP mm -hmm. and we're remodernizing it to something that's simply called Gladius with an X at the end so oh, Gladius okay. um, so it's going to be like an epic gladiator arena with a really good storyline. Mm. Uh, so right now, unfortunately, with the COVID-19, uh, the plan just went to shit. Uh, <laughs> yep. yes. It's going to be delayed for later, but the story is at least there. So I got something to work on. Mm. Uh, but we have people from uh, Rocks, uh, Rocksteady, who's 
part of design and fighting Ooh, system that like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so, good news. That's very good news. <laughs> yeah. We just hope those guys get well because they also got infected by COVID-19. Oh, oh, so, so a lot of financial things happening in the UK did not pan out. So we're behind, basically. Um, and then uh, other news. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, uh, what was it? This is nothing official or anything, but when I saw Capcom gonna have a season six, <laughs> like, I'm sure they're gonna reach out. They rumored. I, I have a feeling, but uh, <laughs> I can only think like which one of these characters would fit my music style for sure. And I know we were talking about Dan, the joke character yeah. Yeah, of the yeah. SK. I was like, you know, Dan would be a really fun character to write music for. If I can, I would love to. <laughs> uh, There's a chance. He's in there. But all the other characters, I'm, I'm not really sure. The only character I wish would be back in the game would be Fei Long. Yeah. He would fit me like okay. a... Yeah. Oh, but, uh, nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing of Fei Long has showed up there. So I'm like, let it get sad. Yeah. He's a great character. Yeah, he'll probably be the only one left. Mm. Oh no, you got Hagar. You got to put Hagar. Hagar. <laughs> He's yeah. never been in the street fight. Yeah, Hagar. <laughs> yeah, there's one character in the shadows there. We're not sure which one it is. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. All right. But well, I'm intrigued. Yeah, having Guy, Cody, and Hagar in the same game. Oh, yeah. But we don't have That'd be crazy. Yeah, I know. I don't know why so. they have it. Do you think so? Yeah. It's going to be called Final Fight Street Fighter. Final Fight no, Street Fighter. Final Street Fighter 89. Final Fighter. Final Street Fighter 5. No. Final Street <laughs> Fighter Street Fighter. No, fuck. <laughs> Street Fighter 2019. Right? Yeah. Was that, was it, what was it? Something. Street Fighter COVID-19. Street Fighter COVID-19. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter COVID-19. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think that name's going to fly, <laughs> <Sorry>. bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued. I, wanted, I'm, I can't wait for what you're working on next. Yeah. But yeah. Um, just tell everybody where to find you if they're looking for you. All right. Uh, I'm on... Um, Twitter at uh, Dropkick Monk, or I say Dropkick Monkey, but uh, Dropkick Monk 3Y. Uh, that's where you can find me. And uh, hopefully, uh, there, I will leave a link for my YouTube channel. I guess you've seen my YouTube channel already. It's a little bit of a mixed bag of um, talking, a few tutorials, and some music. Unreleased music from Street Fighter V is on my page there as well. Yep. All right. We'll definitely include those links in the description. <laughs> and we definitely mm. love to have you back on the show. Yeah, we need a part two. We need a part two. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I had questions yeah. about Resident Evil games. 6. We'll have to save that for part two. We'll definitely yeah. get to everything <laughs> right. else. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it's a very fun story behind that game as well. I know it too. I was like, yeah, we're going to need another part for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will be like, like soon. Like, yeah. We'll be looking forward to it. Yes. Yeah. Very hell much yeah. so. Can you come back next week? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let me check my schedule. Uh, actually, that's the fun thing is that right now, this month, a lot of my, as, as you know, being in Japan, I'm also working as a language and cultural instructor. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the jobs I have are just contract jobs. So sometimes my jobs are falling off, and that means I finished the contract, and it means time opens up. So... This month, I actually have two or three days. It could actually work, but uh, for you, yes. Okay, we'll talk. We'll definitely Any Thursday will be fine. Any Thursday will be fine for me. For you, Wednesday, obviously. <laughs> Wednesday, for you. Thursday for him. You got Wednesday it. You got live it. from the future. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the future, God. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, we have next week open, right? <laughs> actually, <laughs> we have next week open. Yeah, we have next week open. <laughs> might work out. Might, might actually, work out. Uh, I know we're live, but... Uh, are you free next week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're doing this live I'm right now. We're doing 
No problem. Yeah? So, let's do a follow-up next oh, week. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Part two. <laughs> part two. This is awesome. This first is time this ever. Is a, this is the first. Next week. Oh, oh it's done. Right. Okay, yeah. Nah, part nah, two. Nah. We'll do it. Always next week. Oh, it's fun. That's All so right. Fun. So, in, the, in that case, uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week, Daniel. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Have a good one. Take care, man. Be good, brother. Take yeah, care, Daniel. soon. Yo, that's so awesome. That's, that's it's like, yo, wait, we don't have a guest next week. You want to get down next week? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it next week. Wow. <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. I was that's like, you know what? Cool. Let me just I ask. wish we could have like a six-hour podcast for him because I have so much shit oh, I want to ask him. Yeah. So much, I want to just... I, you know what? I, the, the music the, producers have funny stories. Yeah, like I want to... And we do the music thing too, so I'm like, yeah. I want to know more. I want to yeah. know more. I want to know more. I wanted to know more about the... I was going to ask him. What are your best uh, impersonations? Oh, man. That's oh, next, oh, next week. A, I know he has a ton of them. <laughs> I know he, he gave us whole, a few before. The whole show. But I want it's you guys to hear show. it. I want you the guys to hear it. The first guest ever to be part two the following week. This yeah. That's that's, fire, this dude. is a first. That's like fire. I wasn't expecting that at all. That's the first. Uh, wow, man. Awesome. But anyway, um, yo, you guys out there who've been watching us, thank you so much if you've been watching this live. Also, you can follow us on all our social media so you don't miss out on anything that we do here. We haven't done a giveaway in a while, but we might give a, do a giveaway very soon. The only way to know about it is if you follow us on all our social media fans, subscribe to the channel. And if you want to watch this live, we do it every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Eastern Time, suckers. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. And if you want to listen to the podcast, you can do so on all the podcasting services. Stream it. That's right. Hell yeah. Until next week, part two. That's right. Peace. Peace.